Um, okay, so would, do you want us to start questioning you or? No, um, it's just, uh, I don't know. We, you can lead us, lead us into your show and we'll just kind of keep it going and we'll see, we'll see where, where we get. Oh, okay. Um, Bacon. Bacon is my podcast. Hey. Hi. How you doing today, bud? I'm here. I am also here. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, indeed. Happy Monday. Or Monday, yeah. Tuesday. Whatever day you're... Whenever you're listening to it. Yeah. Happy your day. It's Bacon Day. It is Bacon Day. And that's a great day. Yeah. That's always a great day, because bacon makes everything better, as you know. Yeah. So, uh, today... We've got a fun interview with a couple of ladies. It's like a, like a, it's not an interview. It's not an interview. It's, it's, it's really like a true crossover episode. So if you, it's our first one of these. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to come over here, you can hear about Bacon is my podcast, but you can also learn about Honest AF show. But if you went, to Honest AF show, you can also learn about Bacon's My Podcast, which makes it synergy, synergy, which makes it all one episode. And it's all one episode. It's on two different feeds. We actually got the pleasure of hanging out with Barbara Ann Wild mm-hmm. and Daniela Clark, uh, the hosts of Honest AF show. Yeah, super cool conversation with them. Like, I'm a, I'm a huge Guns N' Roses fan, so the, knowing who Gilby Clark is and and being a fan of Use Your Illusion Records, and then also Zach Wild being such a huge like guitar inspiration, like just incredible. I've seen Black Label so many times. I saw Ozzy with Zach as well, and um, we don't even really talk about them. Yeah, with with the lovely ladies, but it was just cool. Kind of like there's just a few little conversations that we had about them. Right. With them were super fun. And uh, just having the conversations in general, like, man, like anytime we can talk to people, I like, I, it's probably annoying as much as I say it now, but anytime we can talk to people that are like passionate and doing something they love, it's just inspiring and it's cool. Yeah. And I dig it, you know, that's why I like doing this. Yeah. That's why we do it. And uh, so, yeah, this is like a really cool, like the very first crossover over episode we've ever done. Yeah. And uh, there's a uh, there is a Gilby Clark cameo. Yeah. Quick, quick. Just like there was a Caleb Shomo. Yeah. um, Cameo. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to hang out with them, hear what their show is all about, hear what our show is all about. Um, so yeah, yeah, so join us, join them. Uh, you're about to hear it, and uh, hope you guys enjoy it. But before we do that, we do yes, want we to do, do have a to special pay thanks. Some bills. Special thanks. Uh, we have some new sponsors for you guys to check out. We have Bill's Wild Soda. Now, if you guys are part of our Patreon, you saw us do the tasting 
horrible sodas. This is not that. No. This is not that. This is Bill's Wild Soda. Drinkwildbills.com. You can have some truly delicious sodas. We're going to be having some and and, uh, showcasing some on the show very soon. Uh, If you go to the site, again, drinkwildbills.com. You do the promo code BACON. You get 10% off your order. Um, Super excited to have them because I love great tasting sodas. Yeah, they're pretty great. They're pretty great. Uh, Also, Sports Legacy Sups. The former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, Nick Aldis, started his little supplement company. um, And they've got some really cool things to help with uh, cognitive health and uh, cognitive cognitive health. Sorry. That's all right. And uh, I can correct like two words and the rest of them. That's it. Um, and then also, uh, you know, some sleep supplements and whatnot. So they've got some new new things going on to help with the brain, not just the muscle. Yeah. Because the brain is the most powerful muscle of them all. It is. I think the tongue, actually. But the brain is definitely important. And if you use Bacon Pod <laughs> as your promo code, you can get 10% off. Absolutely. And uh, finally, of course, we always want to shout out our boys at Poddex, our boys and girls at Poddex. And uh, always you can go there and you can grab your Poddex. You can grab some swag, grab some cool T-shirts, stuff like that. Uh, Promo code BACON, 10% off. For all of our other uh, affiliate links and stuff, you can go to BaconIsMyPodcast.com, as always. And once again, we want to do a special thank you to our patrons over on Patreon.com slash BaconIsMyPodcast. Yes. Where we have different episodes, tastings, all that kind of stuff, ad-free things. So if you ever want to check that out, please check that out. And for all of you that are part of that family, thank you guys so much for making this run. Now, Honest AF. It is the official. No, no, no. It's not just Honest Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's Bacon AF Show Podcast. The graphics. The crossover that you didn't know you needed. Cool graphics coming, like, right when it starts. On your fitness journey, extraordinary results require extraordinary action. Your training and quality of nutrition is definitely key, but adding a well-developed nutritional supplement protocol will push your results to the next level. And that's where Legacy Sports Nutrition comes in. Legacy Sports Nutrition believes that everything you want to achieve in life can be aided by optimizing human performance. All of their formulas have been professionally developed for both men and women and are made to the highest quality standards. Legacy Sports Nutrition is a brand founded and operated by athletes who have been performing at world-class levels for decades. When I say athletes who perform at world-class levels, I truly mean it. This is NWA World's Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis' company, so you know these items are absolutely championship quality. Go to LegacySupps.com and use the promo code BACONPOD and you'll receive 10% off your order. Once again, that's LegacySupps.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD for 10% off your order. Set your goals, push your limits, and leave your legacy. Okay, well, thanks for having us on your show. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, So, okay, so we, um, Barb and I are always, uh, we just kind of shoot the shit when we first start our show, so we'll Mm -hmm. shoot the shit with you. Love it. That's our entire show. That's our, so. that's show. our show too. Yeah, <laughs> we never rehearse. We don't have anything uh, scripted. We're just, you know, 
We're yeah. just you save it for the podcast. That's so what we do too. The only the only consistency is that we have whiskey. Right. That's uh, oh wait, what is your brand of whiskey that you guys drink? We're Jameson drinkers. Oh, Jameson. Oh, yeah. There you so go. my my husband Gilby's a big uh, whiskey fan too. So he drinks a lot of. Uh, he likes a uh, Bullet. He likes Macallan. Um, nice. Uh, yeah. I like I like McKellen and Bullet as well. Jameson's yeah. uh, cost effective. You can get a really big bottle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for relatively inexpensive, um, which is which is uh, good for fits, starving artists. Our budget. Yeah. Oh the budget there you for go. The show. Our budget for the show is the whiskey. So. Yeah. We have a similar budget. Ours is more. You know, we have a beauty. we have champagne taste on a beer budget, but we're yeah. good. Yeah, we do uh, beauty products, but. Um, <laughs> Oh my God. So this weekend, what, I don't know what you guys have been up to, but I went to um, a motorcycle festival yesterday called Born Free. Have you guys heard of that? Oh, sweet. Yeah, I yeah, heard yeah. Of that. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So my husband's a biker and um, as well as a guitar player. And uh, so yesterday they had like a big biker fest down in Orange County. And um, I drove out there and met up with him and the boys. And we got to walk around and check out all these bikes. They always do like, there's always like, um, a bike show and a bunch of bike builders show all their show off all their bikes. And they have like right. a kind of like a contest. And usually there's like a lot of bands playing yesterday. They didn't really have a lot of bands. I don't know if it was because of COVID or whatever, but Oh my God, it was so hot there. It was like a hundred degrees. We're all walking. Where was it Daniela? Totally sweating. It's in orange County. Oh. It, um, it's at some like big kind of open field in orange County. They used to have, where you could camp out because it's a two-day event. It starts Friday night, goes on till today, till the end wow. of today. So we went once and we all camped out and stayed for the whole weekend. It was a blast. But I think because of COVID, they don't, they haven't been doing that. Yeah. So we just rode down and um, just hung out, walked around, checked out all the bikes. And um, Gilby's like, it's the funniest thing because when you go with him, it's kind of a nightmare because you can they have like all these like cool booths with like vintage clothes or vintage helmets, leather jackets, t-shirts. Um, there's tons of cool booths. There's food, there's drinks, you know, there's a lot of things to do and see there, but you can't even walk. It's like going to Nam with the guys. You oh, can't yeah. walk one step without them getting stopped. He's like the freaking mayor there. <laughs> <laughs> was he playing? It's like as Sturgis. Well? No, he wasn't playing. He was just walking just around. Yeah, but everybody knows him in that community, right. so he gets stopped a lot. And he and Gilby's like the friendliest guy on earth, and he just talks to everybody. So you're just kind of standing there going, hmm, okay, they're talking about biker parts. Let me think about some <laughs> shoes and makeup. And <laughs> You should text me, and we could talk about the latest facial mask that's happening or something. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, I'm like standing there the whole time, so... Eventually, I just kind of go, okay, you know what? I'm just going to walk off and go see a couple booths. And then he catches up to me and he's like, where'd you go? I was looking for you. I'm like, well, you're standing there talking to everybody. <laughs> so, um, but it was cool. There was a lot of really, really cool bikes. And um, it's it's gotten really big. Like, you know, it started out as a small festival and now it's just grew and grew and grew. And it's huge. There were so many bikes there. It was crazy. Do you guys so, ride? Uh, I, I, I have, I don't currently, and uh, I will again when I don't live in New York oh, <laughs> and, yeah. I can, and I can not have winter. Yeah. 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 But it was funny because like the night before 
every Friday night, or not every Friday night, but we try on Friday nights to kind of go to, um, there's this place where we live. Um, it's like an old burger place called Bob's Big Boy. I don't know if you guys know it. I've, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But every on Friday nights, they have a classic car and bike night. So we try to go to that and kind of hang out and check out all the bikes and the cars and stuff. And, you know, it's really fun. We just walk around. We get to know a lot of the folks out there, too. Um, but Friday night, Gilby was like, well, I'm going to ride my panhead to um, to the Born Free show. So I want to take it out tonight first. And so we rode it out to Bob's and he kept breaking down. Oh, <laughs> no. It's the he worst. Kept, he kept breaking down. And so he would like pull over the side of the road, fix it. And then, um, then we just he just went home and worked on it and got it ready for Born Free. So, <laughs> and he's getting ready to go back out there today. But I told him I can't go because, well, I'm doing Bacon is my podcast. So there you right. go. <laughs> uh, so, do you guys ride? Yeah, well, I, on the back, just on the back. Okay. I don't. My husband has a fake biker band and he's all about <laughs> motorcycles, but he won't get on one. So um, I don't, but I'm going to have to, so I'm going to have to uh, ride on uh, one of Gilby's one day because I'm, I'm constantly, Zach has been given tons of choppers and really cool builds have been made for him, but he's just like, oh, I'm going to spill. He once we live on 10 acres and we've got like okay. a dirt road and Ozzy bought our oldest son a dirt bike for his like 12th or 13th birthday. Mm -hmm. And Zach got on it. Granted, Zach was uh, drinking at, in those days and he got on the dirt bike and spilled in about three seconds. And he's <laughs> like, I can't do that because what about my hands? So uh, he does not ride. So I don't really get a chance to, but I love, I love the whole culture and I love, I love Absolutely. bikes and, you know, I, I, I have dreams about us like taking a bike up, you know, nice leisurely uh, ride up to Santa Barbara and having like an incredible lunch. And well, you know, I, that's have, what... I have those dreams too, Barb. I want to take rides <laughs> with you. And <laughs> we'll just I, have to go in the car. So yeah. here's, what, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you, you, you drive he, Zach, Zach in sidecar. Yeah. Zach, Zach right. sidecar. Side That's hysterical. Not, not bitch, sidecar. You know, he's coming back, <laughs> and and you're more he's stable your that way. He doesn't have to worry as much about his hands. I I think Zach in a sidecar is money. I think that visual and your Robin would be awesome. <laughs> the I visual mean, is killing nah, me. The visual <laughs> that would be amazing. It's so oh funny. So funny. With, it's a, so with, funny his, that... with his kilt on. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Of course. Yeah, so oh my God, somebody speaking of like the kilt blowing in the wind, somebody <laughs> sent a photo the other day, a photographer literally got right underneath him and took a photo of him on oh. stage in his kilt. And I was like, Zach, that is so not ladylike. He's like, you know what's crazy? I look like 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 a Ken doll. Like I have nothing there because he, you know, ropes everything up in these little tiny uh, underwear. And right. I laughed so hard. I'm like, well, you know what? You're going to have to... Uh, you're gonna have to make some some ladies happy and and maybe a few dudes and uh, yeah, you know start 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 going commando on that under Gotta that kilt. Go commando in the, I, I, <laughs> I wore a kilt on stage. I wore a dress on stage once and a kilt on stage once. And and with the dress, awesome. with the dress, I did wear underwear and I immediately regretted it. 
and then with the kilt, I wore none, and I was like, "This is this is the best show ever." Yes, yeah, yeah, spring, right? Amazing. Yeah, I did a skirt dressed Absolutely. as a cheerleader, uh, or I did a show dressed as a cheerleader in a skirt, and yeah, yeah. It, le- legit, it was like the most freeing experience. I'm like, "Oh man, this." Is- yeah, you awesome. had a short skirt that was good. I, I had a long. I was Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, so I had a long dress. <laughs> so I really could have gone commando under that because I was, I had ruby slippers on. I was given high kicks and yeah, <laughs> it would have been great. Isn't, yeah, that would have been. Isn't the rule that you're supposed to go commando under a kilt? Yes, I, yeah. I believe is it, it is, and that's why I did because I was like, well, I don't want to offend anybody. When in Rome, heritage, you know, like I don't want to, I don't want to mess yeah. with anything. So right, so I, I got to do it. It, it was so funny too, Daniela, when you brought up about like you talking to people, like Gilby getting pulled aside and talking to people and stuff like that. So like my wife, Jen, she always talks about that, like at shows. So it'll be a night of a show. And before we go, she's like, all right, so are you going to try and hang out a little bit? Or is this going to be one of those things where you're, you're the mayor and you're talking yeah. to literally everybody? And I was like, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. And, and and the other thing that she hates is leaving. She hates leaving. Because She's like, don't. Yeah. Because she, she goes, she goes, okay, we're ready to go. Okay. I'll wait in the car. I'll see you yeah. in a half hour. Oh, that sounds like, like no, me. Oh, no, come on. Yeah. It's. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say my Irish goodbyes, and then that's it. And then yeah. you know, 45 minutes later, is that what it is? Is it the Irish thing? Because Zach is the worst. Oh, oh no, my god! Irish, Irish goodbyes is just like looking at the back of the room and going, and then leaving. Right. Oh well, I do that. I, That's me. See you guys later. Nothing yeah. Just, you just peace out. Yeah. That's yeah, great. I, just, I have. Yeah, you have to thank the the venue owner. You gotta have, thank the bouncer. You know, yeah. All the so bands that you, you played with and shit. So. Are you guys both married? Uh, I'm not. He is. I am. Okay, so check this out. <laughs> so, um, so it is mine and Gilby's. We're coming up next month on our 30-year wedding anniversary. And wow, wow. congratulations. Yeah, 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 awesome. yeah. Yeah, we've both been together with our husbands for, you know, 155 years. We don't we're married a year behind you. Yeah. We'll be 30 in, in 2022. A yeah. combined 60 years. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, I did. So, I just had my 10-year. Oh, you did! Oh, congratulations! Yeah. That's a big one too. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been with my girl for eight years. <laughs> well, what's your problem there? Yeah, why haven't you <laughs> been on it? What's you know what? On? Honestly, ne- neither of us are real big fans of like marriage and weddings and stuff. Oh, and so you guys we, are modern. We're we're. I'm both not a big like, fan of weddings. I'm I'm not yeah, a big we, fan of weddings. We've talked about it, and we were like, you know when we get to a point where we're going to like buy something and it's going to help us on taxes or anything like that, then we'll just do it. But until then, like there's this, I don't, there's this romanticized idea about like, Hey, every day I pick you, you know, like yeah. every single day I get to choose. And, and we both really kind of dig that. Um, oh, so wait. So if you're married, you're not really there by <laughs> choice. Well, you're, not you're, always, not always. You're, you're there under duress. <laughs> I, I know quite a few people that, that are married that are there because it's, it's easier than getting out of it. That's Uh-oh. so funny. Zach always says to me that you didn't read that in the marriage contract. That's in the contract. He, right, that's right. his like lying to me all the time. You got to rub my shoulders. It was in the contract. You just, the con- you know, yeah. you, you, you initialed it. You that's funny. 
I, I've heard that that's, a, that's actually in the living together contract. I, like, oh, that doesn't even okay. have anything to do because I, yeah. Uh-uh. You just live together. You get none right. of those benefits. No, you uh, have no contract, remember? No contract. Right. <laughs> She's so I don't a have free agent. So I don't have to rub her feet? No. Nope. I I did. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, you whole need time. to rub her feet. She doesn't need to rub your shoulders. Oh, yeah, yeah that's fine. I, you know what? I, I went, I like, I did massage school, so I'm the rubber. Right. Get out. I'm the rubber. Nice. Oh, I need to send Zach to massage therapy school. He He's never given me the massages. He's for given it. me pressure points and I hate him <laughs> for it. But it works. But it works. Wait, it so does hurt, guys. though. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, Jimsy. You think grilling season is over? Mm, almost, right? Or no. No. Grilling season is never over. Because okay. of a new sponsor of ours. Ooh, what is it? Grillyourassoff.com. I love the name already. Yeah. Uh, it's a veteran-owned company that sells spices, barbecue sauces, cool swag, even, like, even uh, cookbooks. Oh, you know what? I You sent me a link to that. I checked it out. That was awesome. They had some uh, some cool recipes right on their site that was pretty awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it, that, that's for free. But... Now that they're a sponsor, they've decided that if you use the promo code BACON, you get 10% off your order. Dude, that's awesome. I'm yeah. ready. I'm, I'm definitely ordering some spices. They had a couple that looked really killer. Yeah, and, and it's really, there's so many different selections that there's really a spice for everybody. Um, the, the guys that are like heat heads and even the people that just want something subtle, delicious, sweet, whatever it is, uh, they've got something for everybody. Awesome. Did we order any? Did we have any coming? We've got some coming. Nice. And we're going to do some tasting episodes over on the Patreon. Awesome. So we'll stick around. Grill your ass off stuff. Stick around, everyone, because uh, once we get those in, we're going to taste them. We're going to go through them. And then we're going to let you know what we think and uh, maybe give you some uh, some choices that we would kind of go for. So once again, head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use that promo code BACON and get 10% off. Sweet. Hey, this is Ring of Honor's Beer City Bruiser, and and when I'm cracking some cold ones and throwing them back, I love, I love to take in Bacon is my podcast, and so should you. So Uh, I have a question. Yes. So we're trying to figure out what we should do on our anniversary, like what like what we could do that would be really fun. What is like your guys's idea? I want to hear a man's perspective. Of what your idea would be of like a, a really romantic getaway with your lady or your dude, whatever. Um, well, whatever floats your boat. So my <laughs> my my lady is different than a lot of ladies that, that I know. She is um, she is a singer and guitar player in a punk rock band. She is uh, she she tours all over the country as well. So it's very similar to like your guys' situation. Like yeah, she's all over the place, um, but. She's not really into um, what would be, I guess, typically lady-like things, which I don't really know what those are, <laughs> to be honest. Right. But she tells me all the time, she's like, I don't care about that shit. You know, like she, she's like that. So for uh-huh. her and I, the things that we love to do together okay. are like, if we were going to throw a party, we'd like, we'd try and think of a way to like, mess with our guests and make everybody dress up a certain way or make everybody like so that would be a thing like she would okay. be like let's let's do a let's do an anniversary party but let's make everybody cosplay as avengers 
And it would be like, yeah, let's do that. And let's bring everybody in. And it would have to be a situation like that. So um, we would like that for us is fun. And then also Mm -hmm. like we love going to shows and going to see bands and everything. So there would be a music Mm -hmm. element to it. Um, So it would it would kind of be wrapped up in that. We'd make a theme. It would be a theme of some kind. And we'd make everybody dress like it and everybody do it. And everybody would have to do that for the party. And that would be super fun for us. And whether Sounds that, like your original wedding, Daniela. You had a theme just, going on. I was just thinking that. that was Did Gilby you really? I, yeah, Gilby and I got married too. We decided because I'm Jewish and he's Italian that we would have a a mafia themed wedding so we got oh, married that's awesome. we did a whole godfather thing and everybody so got cool. dressed up and uh yeah it was hilarious and that's maybe cool. you should reenact that daniela we should say, have you renew your vows renew your and vows you could do yeah. godfather three <laughs> that would be perfect oh my god that would be perfect but uh yeah and then like for- do that for, for me, like, uh, I, I just celebrated 10 years and, you know, just work in the grind and the kids and the dogs and the this and the that. I literally just, we just went somewhere else. And, yeah. you know, now COVID is, it right. just makes things weird. A but little like, complicated, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but we just went, we went to somewhere that was sun and they'll, if you put a flag, yeah. uh, there's chairs and you put a flag up and somebody will go, what, what do you need? It's like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. That's my this kind of vacation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, so it's so it's really like, uh, you wake up, you go to the pool. Yes. You have something to drink. You have lunch. Mm-hmm. You go back to the hotel room. You do stuff, yeah. and then <laughs> you take a nap. You like iron and fold. Yes, things. iron and fold things. <laughs> uh, then you take a nap, <laughs> which is very important when you're on vacation. Napping is the best. Uh, and then, yeah. yeah, then you go out at night on the beach, yeah. eat on the yeah. beach. Yeah, I like that. Beach I like that too. Thing. My, my, girl, my girlfriend's extremely like nautical. She, she loves um, anything around the ocean. She's absolutely in love with and it all stems from her love of Jaws. Yes. So, oh God, Zach's uh, obsessed with Jaws. Is he, I know all the trivia that Jaws ever had. You she know that there is a there tattoos. is an Instagram there is an Instagram for all Jaws things. Yes, um, I do. <laughs> I do um, know yeah, that. Zach shows it to me on a daily basis. Yep. Of course he does. <laughs> she's on it too. She's on it too. Well, Z- Jaws was actually based on a town like around here. Yes. Yeah, Amity, yeah. Amity Island is based on Amityville, New York. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's actually based on out east. Yeah. But uh, but they took it from that. But yeah. So so that's a big. We would do a Jaws theme. Probably. There you <laughs> go. She has two, two Jaws tattoos. Yeah. Two. Wow. It's a commitment. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of them. Those are the some good tattoos. ideas, Daniela. There are some good ideas there. I mean, we're trying to figure it out. We've been talking about, I've been wanting to go somewhere beachy. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think we're going to end up doing a motorcycle trip somewhere. So that's what we're thinking. Well, we we it, always do that. We, every year we take a bike ride. We do like an anniversary bike ride somewhere. We've been to, uh, we went to uh, New Mexico. We've been to Arizona. Um, you were we supposed went, to go to Italy on your bikes, but yeah, that didn't changed. happen because of yeah. COVID. Yeah, but we've wow. done like Sedona and um, a lot of other things. 
So I think we might do something kind of cool on the bike this year too. I, I was trying That's to awesome. get a beach vacation, but I think it's getting too complicated with everything it's, that's going on. Well, you can yeah. you can yeah. you can take a bike to the beach to the beach. Take a bike to the beach. Come on, it's our thirtieth, so it needs to be something. Yeah, kind it's got to you got to do something big. Something um, bad, yeah. So so go to Hawaii Ooh. and rent motorcycles while you're there, and ride all over the islands. Every go to the volcanoes. Friday. Yeah, go yeah. to the volcanoes. Every Friday in um we just we just went to Hawaii like right before COVID. <laughs> where did you go? What what part of Hawaii? We were in uh where were we? <laughs> I'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember where the Jurassic names. Park was uh yeah, we, was were, filmed. we we went to <laughs> yeah, we, we went to where the uh the the place where they filmed Jurassic Park and all that stuff. What's the name of that island now? I don't know Is why I'm blanking the... on it. Is it the main island? The, yeah. Is, is it? Yeah. It's uh. It's it's. Is it Waikiki or? No, no, no. No, it's, no, no. It's the big island. It's near. Um, of it right now. Kona. Uh, but anyway, there's a place in there called Kalua Ranch, uh -huh. and that's where they film like Jurassic Park and Kong and and a, a lot of really cool, um, a lot of really cool movies. And you could take ATV rides through there and stuff, and boat rides through there. And we did all that. But they do uh, fireworks every Friday. They have this big fireworks display every Friday. So like, you go to Hawaii, you get the beach, you can snorkel. We swam with like, with uh, like giant sea turtles and stuff. You oh, that's go great! To this really, you can ATV through where they filmed Jurassic Park, and you can take the motorcycle and tour the islands. We went to like a uh, like a chocolate factory where they where they like. Gave us like a tasting and we went through all this like all okay cool, daniela cool that, that sounds like <laughs> that's a, that sealed the deal right yeah and, we're in. and so then you've got beach you've got bikes and you've got like a really cool like everything yeah. you want is there mm -hmm. okay. so that's i i would i would recommend that that's a good you one. know it's so funny zach and i got married uh almost 30 years ago to be 30 years next year in bora bora and we had just finished, uh, he had just finished a world tour with Ozzy on No More Tears, which was, you know, a huge record for them. Mm -hmm. And we went alone and they still have one of the movie sets set up from Mutiny on the Bounty, a Marlon Brando movie. Wow. And so we had, we were on um, little, they gave you scooters because the island of Tahi Bora Bora is only 19 miles in circumference. So you could just oh, like wow. scoot around and, and uh, so we ended up on the set of Mutiny and the Bounty and we had um, some, you know, hall, you know, honeymoon sex on the set of Mutiny on the Bounty. That's and <laughs> Of course, I got eaten alive by mosquitoes, so I had to go to the hospital, uh, the one and only hospital on the island, and get shots of Benadryl. But oh. other than that, um, but yeah, my husband's, uh, it, it's just so funny because he loved the, the fact that we were able to be on the movie set. So, um, yeah, so, we, yeah, we uh, it was pretty cool. That's that awesome. Is, that's really cute. <laughs> that's um, funny. Commercial break. Hey, are you an aspiring podcaster or content creator, but you're not sure where to start? Are you a current podcaster or content creator who's stuck in a rut? Do you need to figure out more engaging ways to spice up your next interviews? We suggest Poddex. Unique conversation starter cards are going to help you come up with engaging topics for episodes. They'll help aim you more into a deeper discussion. Sometimes just break the ice between you and your guests. So head over to poddex.com right now and you can use the promo code BACON. Yeah, you heard me right. 
the promo code BACON, and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Again, just use the promo code BACON at checkout at poddex.com for 10% off your entire order, because everything is better with bacon. Hi, my name is Patty Negri. I am a psychic, medium, and good witch, and I am consuming bacon is my podcast. So, so you guys are both, in, are you both in bands, right? Yes, and then- we're both in different bands. And then we also write music together, which is how we started the podcast also. So, Oh, how cool. Yeah. And, and so how do you deal with like, because your girlfriend's in a band too. Yes. Um, so how do you guys deal with it? Like if you're both on tour and separate, you know, separate tours, you're not together for a long time. Because mm-hmm. people ask us that all the time. So we'll turn it around to you. <laughs> that that actually happens literally all the time. She's out. Uh-huh. Um, she also, my girlfriend also works for, she's the lighting director for Joan Jett. So she does oh. lights for Oh Joan my Jett. goodness, Daniela, so, Frankie yeah. Elvia. Yeah. So there's my, there's my sweet name drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, so she's, besides her band being on tour, when her band's not on tour, she's out on tour with Joan doing all right. that. So right. we're, we're away from each other a lot of the time, uh, honestly, like we moved in together probably, I think six or six years ago, something like that, I think six or seven. And um, and it was like, I saw her for a week and then I didn't see her for three weeks. And then like, if I happened to be on tour when she came home, we didn't see each other. And if she was going on tour as soon as she came back, we didn't see each other and it's just, it's communication. Everything's communication. You know, yeah. like, as yeah. long as you're always, as long as you're always letting the person know that like, Hey, you know what? I, I still know that you're there <laughs> and I still care yeah. about it and yeah. you're awesome. Don't, don't ever think for a second that you're not awesome. Like as long as you're both doing that, like it's, it's yeah. not that, it's not that hard. It's, yeah. Especially uh, nowadays, nowadays you can, you can yeah, do that a lot it's, easier. It's hard not technology. to physically be in the presence of someone because that's so important and that's so right. you know, like, physical contact is so like, it's, it totally, it's amazing. It's, it's health, you know, but um, if you're, as long as your communication's open and you're, and Uh you're always letting the person know that like, Hey, you know what, don't you're, you're, you're super important just so you know, you know, as long as, as long as you're doing that the whole time, it's really not hard. It's really easy, you know? Um, And that's how I found it anyway. Do you guys have a rule? Like, uh, how long do you stay apart? Like, well, we can't dictate that, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, we're right. neither of us are in the position where we can yeah. actually kind of like control that at all. So, we just our our rule is like be super understanding of what I'm doing, and I'm super understanding of what you're doing. Yeah, and right. whatever that is, that is because you know, like, we chose to do this, but we chose to do this after we were already doing all that other stuff. Right. So. Yeah. You know, like if something comes up and you got to go, you got to go. You know, yeah. if we get, if we got to miss, we got to cancel something, we got to cancel it. You know, like that's okay. We'll do it again because we have time. We, we're yeah. always going to, we're always circling back around to each other. We're always going to come back together. So if, uh, if for some reason we can't do this today, well, we'll do it when you get back in a week or we'll do it yeah. when I get back in two weeks or whatever, you know, so. And then so then me- how'd that work out with COVID when you're stuck together all the time? <laughs> that was funny because all of a sudden it, it's, it's so we've talked yeah. about it too. We were like, we were like, well, this is gonna, 
we're going to know for sure whether, whether we're like, totally. whether we're good together or not, because we're apart so much yeah. that the newness is always there. Oh yeah, totally. Like, it's always like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in so long. And so yeah. there's that excitement. But um, when we had, when, when it was COVID and we were stuck together, it was, uh, it just worked. You know, we, we were like, That's okay, cool. well, let's, let's see how it goes. And we were both just like, let's see how it goes. And, uh, <laughs> and, and honestly, like, I was like, you let me know if I'm annoying the shit out of you. And I will let you know <laughs> if you're annoying me. And, and if so, we agree that like, cause we're also, we're in a basement apartment. It's one room. There's no other place to go. Ah, there's, no. there's there's no like escaping if you're annoyed with somebody Oof. and uh and so we were like hey if i need space i'm gonna let you know and then if you need space you let me know and i'll find something to do and we just we just both kind of did that and we needed space a lot less than we thought we would and uh and it just kind of worked it was cool yeah you know? I, I actually, I talk about it all the time too. We, we, we talked about it a number of times. It's like, you know, you go out into public and you talk with, you know, circles of friends or your coworkers or whatever it is. And like, they'll complain about their wife. And it's like, uh -huh. it's like, like you sound miserable. Why? Like I married my best friend. <laughs> yeah. Why and I'm like super happy. That yeah, I'm yeah. like going home, so like that's well, you pretty gotta, cool. You got to watch it because I have listened to the Honest AF show. I have to, and they are not fans of the uh, "I'm with my best, best friends." Is is yeah, I get right. it. Well, that's a that's a that's a that's a warning sign. For these, <laughs> for these fine ladies. <laughs> okay. God only knows what we were talking about or what happened before or after that show when we when we said that. Sometimes we say things and we're like, "Did we really say that?" I guess we did. Yeah. Well, you can't take well, us out of recorded? context. Well, exactly. I, that's I'm. I'm just kidding, just to kind of yeah. like throw it out there. Just, just, yeah. uh, just. But you passed the test. Yep. You obviously have listened to our show because you oh, would absolutely. not have known that otherwise. Absolutely, yeah. I've listened to you. Well, show. I know other things that I was going to bring it up too. Like, like, so Barbara, Barbara, Ann, you were talking about um, how Zach doesn't just like play or sing for anybody, right? And my wife, so you know way back when 15 years ago uh how did i get how did i get with her well i i sang and i played guitar and <laughs> now that we're married and stuff all she does is she's like you go on can you go in the other room and, and, and you <laughs> no it's the opposite she's like she's like why don't you play why don't you play music for me anymore? and it's like i don't know when because when i want I, when i want to like when i'm ready i will she's like, well i just want i, I want not to on command like, kids it's like I can't just do it. I can't just turn on a switch. That's, have you written any songs like for her? Yes. Yes. You Actually. Yeah. So a I wrote one. I wrote a song for her. And the first time that uh, that I was going to be debuting it with my band, uh, two days before I had a tooth pulled. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds terrible. It was, it was awful. So, so um, you know, we were trying to get it together. Uh, we had only been rehearsing Sounds it for a painful. couple of weeks, and I was like, "Oh, we like we yeah, sure." Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah, we need to we need to get this down and this and that. I showed up at rehearsal, and I was on you know I was on painkillers, and like they just they poured me into a seat and they put put a guitar on me, and they were like, "This isn't gonna work, is it?" 
And I was like, <laughs> no, we're going to make this. This is going to happen. I just can't sing right now. That's all. So then that day came. Uh, and the first time I performed it, it uh, blood was coming out of my mouth because Ooh. the stitches from getting my tooth pulled. Yeah. Holy uh, how. Yeah. Daniela and I have awful. recurrent nightmares about teeth work. It's our it's our bane yeah. of our existence. Yeah. Oh man, no. isn't that a um I've I've I read a book a long time ago about like dreams and what they mean and stuff like that. Yeah. Isn't like dreaming about like teeth things somehow like money related or, or it's stress sometimes related? stress. Yeah, sometimes it's about, yeah. you know, apprehension of something that's going to come up. It's yeah. definitely um, about, you know, being a little bit nervous about something or, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Danielle and I both have really soft teeth and we have epic sweet tooths. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it's sound not like we're gummy, like oh, yeah. no, but you know, teeth that are are yeah, you know are are yeah. our sugar problem That's is why not our husbands conducive. like us because we have soft teeth. We're soft sweet. Teeth. That's important. important. <laughs> oh, that's a question for you guys. Yeah. So, brushing your teeth, your wife brushing your teeth before, she, or or you know, live in a lover right, brushes right. their teeth before or after. Is that not a, is that a thing that, uh, you know, when, when, when she's uh, going to uh, pleasure you, is that, is that a, a, a yes or a no? That's one of the questions I need to ask you guys. I don't care yeah. at all. It doesn't. Zach is just like, no all. way. That's like mint and burning. And that does not, that's, he's not about it. I like a little bit of pain now and then. It's kind of like a surprise. It's like a, hey, whatever. Let's do it. Let's put a Lister mint on your tongue too. Let's see what happens. Let's go nuts. But if but if you're going to do it to me, I'm going to do it to you. Yikes. Okay, so then that's that's a no for me. Uh, yeah. Now I now I know where Zach's coming from. Jen, Jen, and, I, Jen and I joke about it all the time. It, it seems like uh, after eating red onion, things like get hot and heavy. And uh, it should be super gross, but red onions like a aphrodisiac for you guys? I guess so. That's awesome. Sure, those are cheap. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't have to don't have to lay out money for oysters. Oysters <laughs> are expensive, funny. man. No, yeah. oysters are oysters are slimy. Yeah, uh, also but, slimy. <laughs> yeah. Or sushi. Red onions, man. That's, sushi that's great, right? I think pineapple's supposed to be up there too, but um, I don't know. I heard, well, I remember, well, okay. So I heard a lot of things when I was in like high school <laughs> and <laughs> I don't believe many of them, but like one of the things that I, I distinctly remember in high school, and it was some girl told me in high school, she was like, if you eat a lot of pineapple, it'll yep. taste better if a girl goes down on you. And I was like, really? That's crazy. And so- me as a high school person that no girl was going down on just started eating <laughs> pineapple after pineapple because I didn't connect the fact that like, Oh, it's going to be better when she does it to, I still got to get someone to do it. <laughs> yeah. there you but, go. At you were, but at least you were prepared, but I was ready. Yes. Was and it is ready. true. By the way, it is true. Is it? I, oh, I, heard, it is I true. heard, I heard the reverse. Did no, you? That, not pi pineapple. No, that if girls eat pineapples, Oh, well, I haven't tried that, yeah. but 
But you would think if it works one way, it's got to work the gotta other work way. Got to work both ways. I just right? went like, grocery shopping. We're all made the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it gives a whole new meaning to the song uh, with the pina colada song. Oh, there you go. Do you like pina coladas? <laughs> That's Absolutely. so funny. That song about cheating. <laughs> So, isn't like it that. right it is yeah totally yeah, yeah the, totally. Whole, the whole song's basically a uh answering a a wanted ad from right. a person to hook up and then finding out that that person that put out the ad was is your that, yeah. person yeah <laughs> it was like oh maybe we do like each other oh but yeah. also we were both about to cheat or maybe yeah. we're best friends that's <laughs> fine. right i didn't i didn't realize that yeah, I didn't yeah, that's that. what that whole song. Yeah, is about. oh yeah, that that's whole true. song is about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they find that's out they both good. like the same things. Right by by both trying to cheat with somebody that likes the things <laughs> they like. <laughs> it's like, like a Larry David episode as a song. Right, yeah. it's like right. it's, it's Inception. Go. I don't even know if the top stops spinning. <laughs> I don't know what's going on? <laughs> Bob, uh, Zach's written lots of songs about you, right? Oh gosh, you know it's so crazy. Ninety nine percent of the songs that he's written about me are when we've had a fight. So yeah, I'm like, they right. end up being my least favorite songs of his because all I think about is what it was that he did or I did that we were in like a bad place at that moment. But yeah, he never writes like major love songs to me. If yeah. there are major love songs in his in his music, it's because he read about somebody else's epic love story or yeah. it's you know an ode to one of his children or his dogs or something, right, but it's right, never to right. me. Um, but yeah, Zach's Zach's written quite a uh, quite a few um, songs, you know, that I was the muse, but not not flattering or you know, he's always right. like, well, you know, if I get it out in the song, then we don't fight, and I'm like, well, that is true. So there I is a benefit to that. that. Yeah. I was definitely going to say that, like, yeah. and and honestly, like as a as a songwriter, like to to have a muse of any kind mm. is so amazing. Yeah. So for true. you to be a muse. It's a it doesn't matter. It just all that matters is that it's you and that and and whether it's positive or negative or a fight or not, it's because like you're the person that he cares more about than anyone right. else in the world. So you're the person that can put him in the place that he's able to actually do something like that. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll have to look at it that way for in the future. But yeah, I, no, he he has written quite a few. I don't I'm sure know how you had feel to make that, that explanation. Well, uh, I can only I, I only say that from my personal experience because I don't write happy songs. I, yeah. I just I yeah. can't. They sound happy. When I'm when I'm happy, I can't write. And I have I have repeatedly tanked my life in the past because I haven't been able to write and like music was such a big important thing to me where like I have destroyed relationships and I have destroyed friendships and I've destroyed myself and all these mm. things to get into a place where I could write because right. my brain was like, I can only write if I'm, if I'm tortured, you know? Gilby and always says that he says, you can't write the blues in an air conditioned room. It's oh, what a okay. great way. Yeah. What a simple, that's a great, great Gilby, Gilby yeah. quote. Yeah. He always it's, says that. Zach's, awesome. Zach is much more simplistic. He's just like, yeah, I'm not going to be writing shiny, happy people anytime, any day. It's not going to happen. Right, so. yeah. I wish I yeah. could. I wish I could because that song made a lot of money. I wish oh, I love I that song. I, I, I love I R.E.M. But, yeah, but I, love R. I get it. 
there are a lot of classic, especially 90s artists that are some of my favorite, that whole grunge period, when they started writing happy songs, when they got over their heroin addictions and their, right. their misery, I wasn't such a fan of their happy stuff. So I get you. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, crazy, well, right? I, I, I said to Gilby like a long time ago, I was like, I want to be, I want to be the woman that inspired Layla or you look wonderful tonight. You know, the, the Eric Topton right. songs. Yeah. Um, what was, I think it was about Patty Boyd. Um, it was. Yeah. And it, instead he wrote me a song called shut up. <laughs> and <laughs> I know that song, which is great. <laughs> That's so funny. That's and, and 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 black. And I'm like, right. I, I don't understand what I'm inspiring over here. Yeah, I know. Okay. So funny. It's but and that's and I'll say the same thing. I'll say the same thing to you. It's like it's not. It's not that you're inspired inspiring negative. It's that yeah. you're inspiring. Yeah. Period. There you go. <laughs> Our husbands will give you 20 bucks after the shows. Are over. Yeah, exactly. Spoken like a true salesman. I, no, I you it. know what? Like I, and I'm, and I'm only saying that because I honestly believe it because I've, I just, I've never written a happy song about a, a girl. Right. I, I never, well, I've never written a happy song. I just, I just haven't. I make them sound mm. as happy as I can because I, it, that's funny to me to watch people singing along to terrible things and, bouncing to it i think that's great but i i just and he does it i've never lot. been able to i've <laughs> never been able to write from a happy place because i don't need to get happy out i want to keep that in mm -hmm. right like if if you're a person that's grown up and you're and you've constantly written about things that bothered you and you've constantly needed this exorcism of music to get the negative out the things that you love and the things that are good you want to keep to yourself you want to hold that in because it's like, man, I don't get this enough. And when I have it, I don't want to lose it. So I write negative things to lose those. To purge it. Yeah. 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 So in the back that of my sense. mind, I'm I, I'm like, if I write something happy, am I going to lose this happy? I'm holding this to myself. I'm keeping it, <laughs> yeah. you know? So I, I, I don't know that that's, that, that has anything to do of, of what's going on with your husbands. But I will say as, <laughs> as like a, uh, as a writer, that's where I come from. And so when you guys say like, he wrote like a negative song about me, I'm like, that's awesome. Because <laughs> that means he cares so much because when I write a negative song, it's because I care so much. Yeah, well, for me it. too, that's for it. me too, I, I like, I tend to, I like, I'll write and record everything. And once it's out and it's done, people always ask me. They're like, "Do you listen to it back?" And this and this, like, no, I don't oh, know. I I'm done with that. Like mm. that's over. I'm yeah. finished. I'm moving on. Like, that's it. We'll be right back. All right. So you know we just played the fair, right? Mm-hmm. I saw our new sponsor next to us at the fair. Right. Right. Any of you that have ever been to festivals, you know one of the coolest spots to go to is that spot that's selling you sodas where the copper mugs. Oh, they're the best. Wild Bills, dude. Yes. And you don't just have to go to a, a fair to get their stuff anymore. You can go right. to drinkwildbills.com and they'll send it right to your house. They sent that ginormous box to us. Huge box yeah. of stuff, and it made me realize that Wild Bills isn't just soda. Yeah, I thought it was at first, but man, the like jerky and uh, nuts, nuts and coffee. And, oh man, snack foods, coffee, yeah. everything. And 
if you go there now, drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code BACON, of course, and you get 10% off. Oh, dude. Check it out. Uh, stick with us because we're going to be letting you know how that coffee tastes. We're going to be doing some tasting episodes on literally everything in the box. Yes. So stick with us. But, uh, dude, you've had it. You've been at fairs. I've bought it. I've bought that mug. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. And now, again, we're heading into the winter months. It's going to get a little colder. No more fairs. Just have it delivered right to your door. Wild, drink wild build up. Blech. Drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. Easy for me to say. Once. Check it out. Promo code bacon. This is Paul Mark from Silverstein, and you've been consuming vegan or not. Bacon is my podcast. Do you guys listen to your husband's music? I do. Are you, are you yeah. like, I heard it from when you started writing it to the third mix to the 25th mix. I don't want to hear another mix. You have been listening to our podcast. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Uh, I hear it from when it's a riff to it, you know, when it starts on the piano with coffee right. in the morning one day to the to in the garage, his gym as a riff. Yeah. Then as, you know, when the band lays tracks and the, and, the, and the process and the cycle now for Zach is ends up being like every two or three years that he makes uh -huh. a record. So by the time it comes out, I've been hearing that song and that record for so long. <laughs> and um, but no, I, I am a huge fan of of my husband's music. What bums me out is when he wrote something on an, an older record and he doesn't put it in the set because he's yeah. like you where when yeah. he's done with it, he's done. And he's like done moved on it, yeah. to what's current. Um, as a matter of fact, we're literally just releasing a record. Um, and I say we, because I manage him. So yeah. uh, we're releasing a record in November. Black Friday, that He's been right? working on pardon black Friday, right? Yes, it is black yeah, Friday. You're good. And uh, that's because you're not a husband. See, if you were a husband, you would not remember all those things. But uh, <laughs> I remember um, I, you just did three videos with him. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I remember yes. three yes. videos in four days. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it, it's the second time we've done it. It's been, it, it actually was a great thing. We have this great video director, Justin Reek. I have to give props to him because he's incredible. But anyway, um, he's already he was in the garage this morning and i heard him playing something i'm like what is that and he's like a new song i'm writing i'm like we haven't even put the record out yet and he's writing for the next one so um but that that's great sometimes though it is crazy to have heard it by by the yeah. time you're in you know press and promotion and you've heard it like 65,000 times yeah. and it's just like oh okay i'm 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 going to go back and listen to you know I'm going to go listen to my Nirvana records or Madonna right, right. and just, you know, I'm good. So, I, yeah. so just like, you know, being married to creatives, um, did you find that to be difficult in like in the time of quarantine or did you kind of go, okay, this also, is obviously going to be like a creative renaissance for you. Right. So also as creatives yourselves. It. Right. How did that work? Yeah. How, did you did you guys like find it hard to find that balance or were you like no. embracing it? No, I, I I always embrace it. I love it when Gilby's in the studio writing or playing whatever. I love that I can always hear music in my house. Yeah. Um it, it's there's always music playing in our house because our daughter's a musician too. 
Um, So either there is music coming out of the studio, and even though Gilby says the studio is completely soundproofed, it's not. We can hear. <laughs> I see the nothing. same thing. Nothing's completely. As soon as there's no, drums, no, no, exactly. You could totally hear it. Our, our neighbors sometimes are like, "Hey, thanks for the free concert. That was awesome." Right. Um, but um, but yeah, no, I love it when he's when he's writing and when he's getting creative and he's he's he is such a perfectionist that when he goes into his process, he doesn't come out of the studio. I literally have to go in there and be like you haven't eaten, you should have dinner, or you, you know, eat something, because he will just stay there all day. So I love when he does that. But he's got Gilby has other interests, you know, he's a biker, he builds bikes. So right. he's in the, he was in the garage a lot working on his motorcycles, or he's uh, um, riding, or he's in the studio. So there, you know, there's a good balance there. And I, I love that he has these, you know, dual interests. And, um, and, you know, our daughter's creative. And I think that that kept us really entertained during quarantine, too. They, sure. you know, I go into this every time they were like rehearsing or um, writing or doing anything, I would just go in the studio and sit there and just watch them. I get such a kick out of watching them because I'm not musical at all. So I'm in such awe of their process and what they can do and their commitment and their like their courage to kind of put themselves out there and do that. Like I could never. So um, I, I find the whole process so, well, you're doing so interesting. Yeah. yeah. You're doing it with your podcast. You're doing it. You're doing the same thing. Like that's yeah. it's, a different it really, thing. It's a different thing, but yeah. it's, it, is the, yeah. it is the same thing. Like um, the whole basis of our podcast is uh, that the whole, what's your bacon thing? Like it's funny and it's silly and everything, but it's, it's the idea of, well, okay. If bacon or vegan bacon or turkey bacon, makes everything better on your plate what's that thing in your life what's that what's your jam got you know, it yeah what what is it that makes your day better and yeah. um just that just that idea of like hey i love to go out and i love to see the process and and the people that have that passion and have that process and have that um that like i'm gonna throw everything into this that kind yeah. of passion that's that's who we love to talk to and, and find out about because of that same exact thing. The same reason that you're in the studio watching them play is the same reason that we're sitting here talking to you guys because we want to know mm. what is it that makes you guys do this and, and what is yeah. it because that's inspiring. It's it's yeah. you know, everything about it is is making you go, Oh shit, this is awesome. What can I do? You know, mm-hmm. what what turns me on? What's, what's my thing? What's, you right. know, and that's, that's, what's awesome about it. So yeah. it's cool to have that. Um, I have like during quarantine, my girlfriend decided to learn how to play uh, the ukulele. Yep. <laughs> and, and she learned how to play the ukulele by learning and, and uh, remaking entire Misfits albums on ukulele. That's oh, cool. wow. That's really so cool. I would, I'd be at home and she'd be like, <laughs> figuring out misfit songs on ukulele That's and she'd be funny. like hey can you can you tell me if this sounds good and i'm like yes please play this for me That's and i was super like cool. you need to record this and put this out you need to make this a thing but it's like anytime somebody has that little passionate spark yeah. where it's like they want to do something it's like oh i got to see this i got to be into it because yeah. it's going to make it's going to make you in into something and it's gonna it's gonna yeah. inspire you you know what i mean yeah the creative process is definitely a turn on but um i had a completely different 
experiencing was, yeah, COVID. Yeah, I was going to say, what was I couldn't, wait to, I couldn't wait to escape to Daniela's to see the creative <laughs> process going on at her house and get out of my house. Um, I, I, you know, Zach loved being home way too much. Yeah. He was really into it. He's like, oh, so if the tour doesn't happen until 2022 or 2023, I'm like, fuck no, you are going out on the road. I'm booking the tour. We'll double mask. We'll, we'll put shots in everyone's ass as they're walking in the door. You are getting out of the house. I that's need to great. get out of the house and homeschooling. That's a whole nother thing. Oh, oh no. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, it I, was awful. brutal. Brutal. Awful. Awful. I have no yeah. reference. So you guys. Oh, I, yeah. And, and this new like common core bullshit with math. Oh. No, thank you. What is that? I studied math in college. I actually had the aptitude for it. That common core stuff. I'm just like, Sabbath, you're on your own, dude. Call your brother or your yeah. sister or something because yeah. it's well, just also, so awful. common is the wrong word to use for that because it's completely not. It's completely see, what, not. See, I've seen a no. few things. What I hate is uh, so my son's a good kid. Like he's he's very good. He's very attentive, all that stuff. But you put him on a Zoom call with 30 kids and right. a teacher who doesn't have their shit together, obviously, because right. they're trying to control 30 kids. Well, yeah, because they got their kids a on a call. Zoom and they haven't been trained for that. And yeah. and and like every day it was a different way to do math. And it was like, you didn't even master the first way <laughs> with the blocks. Now we're on to something else. And like, I don't know. I I'm I'm so happy that they're going back to school, that you know, the masks and the this and the that, and like he's so comfortable with the mask thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's it's cool. Like it makes it easier, but yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm out of that phase of my life. I don't oh. have to deal with oh. that at all. Yeah, be super yeah. glad about that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, math, math is not my strong suit. I can count money really well. <laughs> I can do that. But other than that, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. You want to? You want to fraction me? You want to start giving me hypotheticals? I don't. I don't even want to hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Give me a calculator. I'll show you how to write boobs on it. <laughs> <laughs> Six zero zero six five. That's hysterical. You you had mentioned you had mentioned like pushing Zach out. So so that's kind of how I got back into music. So for for a little while it was funny. Like I was super hard into the you know the band scene and everything like that. And then I kind of came out of it, got married, had my first kid, and then like maybe I guess my son was what. five months old and uh and jen was like um you got to do me a favor get get out like get a go, job go get a band <laughs> start a band go do a band go, do something. go like here she she actually for my 30th birthday bought me uh uh a really awesome custom prs and she's like so now that you have this new guitar uh and you're not gonna like be building guitars and have parts all over the place uh oh. get out Get out and do a band thing. So yeah. I, I can definitely uh, I, I've been on that. I've been on the receiving end of that. I guess. <laughs> oh, it's just it's it's like he loves me way too much. He wants to be with me all the time. Where are you going? What are you doing? I'm like, oh, really? Please, no. Like I'm, I'm I, I have things to do. Well, what do you do all day? I'm like, I've got a lot of things to do. I have tons of conference calls. I've got a lot of work to do. And he's like. Oh, 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 okay. I'll, you know, I'll hang out with 
Sabbath and, and, you know, walk the dogs 50 times a day and all those things. But I, <laughs> oh my God, I'm like, everything I, needs moderation. Oh, <laughs> you're not kidding. You're not kidding. And I'm a Scorpio and I, I'm all about, you know, getting busy, but even quarantine, I was like, okay, enough already. I don't even want that so much anymore. I'm like, give me a break. I need, I need some, I need some me time. I'm like, Daniela, don't we have to tape? We were doing him every other week. And I'm like, let's go back to once a week. gives me an excuse to come over to your house. Right. That's been like, honestly, this podcast has been like our saving grace because it's given us our time together. And we just, we have so much fun doing it. And it really just started because Barb and I, we're always texting each other about, you know, because we have so much in common. We're both married to guitar players. We both have kids. We both um, are in business and we're both the same age. So we're both going through the same shit too. Right. So yeah. we mm-hmm. were texting each other back and forth all the time. And I was like, one day I was looking at our text and I called Barb. I go, Barb, take a look at our text messages. Have you ever taken an actual look at what we text each other? And it's all about like how to stay young. It's all beauty <laughs> products, it's all crap. And I was like, maybe we should do a podcast and share everything that we're going through at our age and with everything that we, we do. Yeah. Maybe there's other people out there that can relate or that would like to kind of be in on this conversation. And it just turned into this thing and it's just so much fun and we look forward to it every week. We can't wait to see each other and we can't wait yeah. to just like hang out and, you know, shoot the shit. Yeah. <laughs> do, you guys, so, do you guys live near each other at all? Not at or? all. No. <laughs> I was going to say, cause it's so funny because we have like the same thing where we're, we've both been in different bands for years, but been friends for years and our bands like pranked each other and played shows together and, you know, did stuff together all, all the time. And it was like, Hey, I'm recording a new record. Do you want to come sing some backups on it? And do you want to come do this? And right. so it's always been that, but then we were like, Hey, let's, let's try and write together. You know, let's that, that, you know, I, I love your writing. I love your writing. Let's, let's see what we can do. Yeah. And we, we got together and we wrote like an entire record and then we probably didn't, too. we didn't get together wow. again for like six months yeah <laughs> and then it was like quarantine happened and it was the same thing it was like hey man we don't have like anything to do <laughs> let's let's right. get back let's get back to this some of this stuff is good and we got together and we started just kind of hanging out and it was an excuse to hang out and it was for me yep. it was an excuse to come somewhere you know once it was like i could right. come here because i'm like 15 minutes away and it was like i could get out of the house and i could come here and that was awesome for me yeah and we you know we we made a decision at one point where we were like okay we're both being careful we're both listening to things we both kind of have the same views on this so let's we're going to start operating as one body yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. and uh, we did the same thing where it was like you know the first hour or hour and a half that we're getting together to write we're just shooting the shit and we're talking about being in bands, writing, creative stuff, things that inspire us throughout the week, all this kind of stuff are people that we think are cool. And, and by things that expi- inspire us, he he's talking about like, oh, what a fucking week this was. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was like uh, enough of our friends were like, oh, I wish I could be a fly on the wall for that conversation. And we're like, yeah. oh. We've heard that. Yeah. Well, well, that's yeah. that's what your your guys you can you can be a fly it's, on the wall, and we were like, yeah. let's let's film it and see if anybody's into it. 
And we yeah. started putting it out and people started listening to it. And we were like, what? And then Mike was like, hey, I, I sent out some emails to some people I thought would be interesting to talk to. And they're starting to say yes. And yeah. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> so like Literally. for for your show, um, you guys had guests like throughout the whole thing. But yeah. do you find like post, well, during COVID, do you find it easier to book people? Um, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, it's kind of, it, a lot of it has been organic for us. You know, like we don't really reach out to people that we don't know. Okay. We usually just uh, call in our friends. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. usually awesome. just call in our friends and, um, you know, we get the occasional people that hit us up that ask if they could be guests on our yeah. show, which we welcome. Um, but um, yeah, it ha it's been very organic and kind of, you know, just our friends group, because we try to kind of stay in our lane. We usually have um, guests on that are somehow involved in music, married to music, uh, dating right. music, I don't know, musicians themselves or... Uh, Aestheticians, plastic surgeons. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. People that can make us look better. Music and beautiful. Right. Yeah. So we kind of stay in kind of that lane. Um, and so it just kind of has been, you know, really nice because we have this huge plethora of friends that are really interesting that uh, have a lot to say and a lot to share. So um, we kind of, yeah, it just kind of happens. It flows. It's nice. So we've been we lucky, though. We, we oh, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but we've been no, lucky, no. though, that um, people, our listeners really gravitate to just Danielle and I, too. So yeah. we feel the pressure. So it's like if it, if it works out that we have a guest, we're all about it and we're excited. But if it's just she and I, we have it's just as great a time. And, yeah, you know, totally. it's it's it works yeah. out really well. That's yeah. awesome. We, we we're lucky to have kind of the same. We have this core group of um, of a lot of like really supportive fans yeah. that happen to like both of our bands and both of our music. Yeah. Oh, like, cool. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of crossover there because we're from the same area. So, you know, like when we play shows together, twice as many people are there because they're that's great. They're into what we're both doing. Right. So the fact that we got together and started doing a podcast, it immediately we were lucky enough to immediately get a bunch of people that were like, oh, I want to hear what this is about. Yeah. You know, that's like cool. I want to I want to kind of be on that. And that's cool. We we didn't have the benefit like you guys did of having so many like friends that um that we're, are doing we're... bigger things no 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 we didn't have the friends that we thought were interesting enough to be on the podcast <laughs> i was just gonna Let's say be honest i was just gonna say you guys need to have a better group of friends <laughs> so, so I will a lot of you, interesting friends I, I, I will tell you we do have like we have a decent amount of friends on uh -huh. um the, the issue is is that unlike you guys we have to edit our episodes, right? so <laughs> our friends come on, and we have a four to five hour right. piece of audio and video yeah. that we have oh, that's to funny. try and figure out. Yeah. Um, so, so those, I mean, those episodes tend to do very well. Uh, that's yes. great. But, but, but we um, got lucky in the way that Mike started contacting people like you guys, or or. Um, just people in different industries in general yeah, that I, we were interested in mm -hmm. and they 
were responsive to it, which was amazing to us. Yeah, it's very and, funny because a lot of people like even, um, you know, even newer podcasters where they're just kind of like, hey, how'd you get this person on your show? And it's like, yeah, I asked, I asked them, <laughs> I asked them if they would come though, on. Right. I mean, what's the worst that could happen is they say no right. or they don't worst. respond to you. Yeah. I've right. never been afraid. I mean, I guess that's my manager hat. But I've never been afraid to to slide into someone's DMs or yeah. or to to you know to send an email to someone or or I hate talking on the phone so very rarely you'll get right, me on yeah, the phone. Yeah, yeah. But um, I you know I have no issues with saying hey you know we're doing this thing and we'd love to have you on and if you have time awesome. But I've no I'm not not one to be shy about that sort of thing. So right. when did you start managing? Like what, what, like, well, not, I, not just, not just Zach, but in general, when did, when did that become like a thing for you where you were like, Hey, I'm going to, I like the management aspect of this. Well, it's funny because, you know, throughout Zach's career, we've been together since we're kids right? and I was always in the, on the business end of it. Um, when I first moved to California from New Jersey, Sharon Osborne gave me a list of, record labels there were record labels then right. and managers and and um agencies and agents to contact about getting a gig because you know she recognized that i was smart and right. um i've always you know i've always been one degree of separation from someone really creative and they don't always have the aptitude. Like I said, I majored in math in college. So I kind of have that aptitude where I think that it's been a good collaboration and I could always lend something to them because, you know, in my experience, creative types seem to have a brain that works completely different from my, you know, academic analytical brain. And um, so it, I've always kind of like been a, you know, backseat manager, um, even when Zach's had managers. Um, and, you know, he would always ask my advice. And um, when I worked at A&M Records, I worked there. That was my first big music job. And I worked there for a couple of years. I worked for the CFO and he helped me acquire Zach's man, uh, lawyer, which was, you know, the biggest lawyer in the entire entertainment industry, Don Passman. And um, he actually even oh. wrote the book how yeah. you know how I have you, his book yes his book. everything you need to know about the music industry so yeah. he you know wrote the book on the music industry so um you know i've always been involved but i never wanted to be zach's manager because i was afraid that if things went south or things weren't happening artists tend to love to blame their managers for everything right, right, and right. i did not want to be i was more interested in being his lover than the person that he blames for everything. Then I started to realize he blames me for everything anyway. I was going to say, it's the same So I may, as well, I may as well make a commission and, uh, you know. I may as well get 20% of that. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So uh, actually, don't don't let anyone take 20% of anything, not even your wife manager or wife manager or whatever. But uh, no. I thought you, I thought I like you probably negotiated 10% well. is a ceiling in, in, in my opinion. But uh, anyway, so I think that... Um, you know, it just kind of naturally evolved and um, we're really happy with the situation. I do have someone, um, I don't know if you guys know of Blasco or of Blasco, um, Rob Nicholson, he played in, he's a bassist, plays with Rob, I played with Rob Zombie, he's Ozzy's touring bassist, okay. um, he's a, an incredible musician, but he's really amazing at marketing and the whole business. And he's one of those rare humans that's good at both. You know, he's got the business right. acumen and he's really creative uh, artist as well. But he manages Zach with me for all of the, you know, 
um, marketing and the social media. And he's way, I mean, the industry moment, moment by moment changes. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely new that it was important to find someone that was good at all those things that I can't really bring to the table. So we have a really good business relationship and we do it together. That's awesome. Like we, we have a lot of musicians and a lot of like our, our friends, I mean, our friends are all musicians. We have, we have a million friends that are in bands and all that kind of stuff. And they, and they listen to the show and then other musicians listen to the show. So it's, it's good to, to hear that kind of stuff. Cause I know even from like my personal perspective of like, I've managed my band and then my band had management and then I went back to managing my band, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, and, and it's like, it's so important to be able to find somebody that does have that kind of a thought process right. that can be analytical with it. Um, I know like I'm not great with it. I wish I could find somebody that, that, that I could share that with. It's tough, but, um, being able to find somebody that you trust that can kind of navigate those waters is super important. Yeah. Right. You know, like what, is there any advice that you would give to bands that are not like, not like first record bands, but bands that have been doing this for, you know, seven years, eight years that are on like their third self-released record, fourth self-released record that are self-managing about, trying to like find management or anything is it like i know that's a weird question but like is there no no you know i i totally get that question and i've actually had this conversation with danielle and gilby's daughter frankie many times um i don't know if i think it's important to find someone to manage you if you are a musician that needs managing right so um but it's more important in in our current industry i think to have an agent because you really need to do shows i mean let let, forget about covid for a second because that's a whole that brought something else into the situation but (laughs) you know the the way you're going to get i mean one thing that's so amazing about social media is that your reach is worldwide whereas in the past that was not you know for for gilby and for zach that wasn't in you know they had to had to hit the ground or they had to get they had to get signed you know in order to get exposure outside of our small little world but fortunately the one 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 of the amazing things about the internet and social media and stuff is that you can get worldwide out there worldwide and not have to spend a dime and other people can gravitate towards you for whatever reason. And you could get into some, you know, VIPs DMS, keep hitting it, you know, like there, there might be a day that someone is bored as hell and going through their DMS and goes, Oh, wow. Yeah. Let me see this. And then, I mean, I've had quite a few relationships happen that way um, in in the industry, people that I would have thought that I would have never even had reach because I'm managing Zach and, you know, but, but Zach isn't, you know, Lady Gaga or, you know, Billie Eilish. So there, there are, you know, you can be at it for however long and you still need that reach, you know, Um, I I would say that, you know, so important to tour because that brings a whole nother element to it. And for Zach in particular, his biggest sale or, or the, the biggest, way he's been able to survive in the music industry is by merch. He's mm-hmm. sold more merch than, you know, most rock bands for sure 
And right. he's right up there with a lot of, you know, pop artists with, with yeah. merch sales. So that's well, kept BLS, us afloat. BLS is like, BLS stuff is yeah. everywhere. It's like, I, yeah. it's, it's kind of iconic at that point. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it really. And I have to give that up to Zach because Zach is always been in that thought process is all about being a brand. He's mm -hmm. all before it was the term and before it was a thing, he always thought that way because he is such a nostalgia buff, which we, you know, he will buy anything jaws, anything, you know, uh, <laughs> Wizard of Oz, he will buy any, right. all the toys, Evil Knievel. So he always looked at it that way. You know, that's why he is a fake biker band because he always looked at the three piece patch set and said, this, you're buying into something. It's, yeah. it's a concrete thing. That's what I want my band to be. I want my band to be a society. You know, I want my band to be my people that have a place, you know, like a gang or, or, you know, whatever. Totally. Brother. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's, you know, it, you, if you think you have to think globally to be global, yeah. well, you it's know, taking that old, it's taking that old, like, if you look, if you look to the past and you look at the old, like fan club model, totally. Right? It's mm -hmm. taking, it's taking the fan club model and making that like, okay, let's make that accessible to everybody now. Bigger blanket. Yes. Yeah. Let's make everybody the fan club. It's, you know, Absolutely. If you 100%. had 100%, that's a good if you way had to, look to tell. At it. If you had to tell a band right now, because I've heard differing opinions from people that I know that are musicians, um, do you think it's more important if you're going to work with somebody to work with somebody that's like a booking agent that's going to get you shows or yep. a social media person that's going to push you on social media? Well, it, it's that's unique that's interesting because it would depend on your personality, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have a personality like again, Daniela's daughter, Frankie, Frankie is an artist in every way, shape or form. Right. So watching her in her Instagram or her TikTok videos, she's so interesting. People gravitate towards her, the visual, she has something to say. Um, okay. But if you're someone like God, you know, God rest his soul, but you know, the great Chris Cornell, he right. always talked about, he was not a good interview. He was not someone that was comfortable in that context, the music, the talking for him. Come so I, I think it depends on who, you know, your personality. My husband yeah. lives for his Instagram videos. He yeah. lives for reaching and talking to people. He's a social butterfly. He's an extrovert. He's, you know, so I think it all depends on who you are as an artist and what you want to say with your art. Um, and, but booking agent, I think is, you know, not to discredit myself um, or Blasco or anyone who's a, a personal manager, but in music, you need a booking agent. The right. it, it's, it, it, I, I, I feel it really strongly about that because you can't book your own shows all the time and you don't have the reach and the relationships to, you know, especially when you're, you know, you, it's expensive to tour. So yeah. you need that person to go out there and, and, and sell you and your band mm -hmm. and get you on the road. And, you know, tour support isn't really a thing anymore, but kind of it is. I mean, like your podcast could be your tour support. So if, if it's done properly and you start to see, you know, money for, for, you know, for it. Right. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's a, it's an interesting question, but it really just depends on the artist. Yeah. makes a lot of sense. I yeah. think I, something that I, I kind of saw with COVID too, I see that like, a lot of the, a lot of the bands and groups and you know even just personalities that came out of it, uh, 
better on the other side are the ones that were willing to kind of go, okay, cool. So we had this package, this facade, this this thing that was a band, right? Right. And then they just kind of were like, all right, well, we're all in this together. We're just going to take that down and show a little bit more of ourselves in it. Yeah. And, you know, with the live streams oh, and the. There's Gilby. <laughs> oh. Hey, Gilby. Hello, Mr. Yes. Clark. What's up? How are you? <laughs> I sent you a text if you want to go. Beyond yeah, it's okay. I'm still on this. Have fun, babe. He wants to go back to the biker show. <laughs> <laughs> He's going back to a uh, board free, so I just want to know if I, if he should wait for me or not. Oh. Special but we've been appearance. Having, so. Special appearance by Gilby. Yeah. yeah. There, there you go. go. <laughs> I I I met both your husbands at separate times, uh, obviously, but in funny situations. I met uh, I met Gilby when they were touring behind Pawn Shop Guitars. Oh wow! Oh cool! And I met Zach when he was touring behind the very first Book of Shadows tour. Oh okay. And uh, I lived in Indiana at the time, and I saw both of them in small clubs, and. Um, like I was fans, I was a fan of, of both of them in general, just because I, I like I came into Guns N' Roses at the tail end of uh, the first record and then jumping into Use Your Illusions. So like Gilby like uh, was a Guns N' Roses member to me. So it was like, he put out a solo record? You know, like yeah. it wasn't like, he's a solo artist. He joined the band, right. you know? Yeah. So it was super cool that way. And then Zach put out a solo record and I was like, Zach put out a solo record. <laughs> I have to go see it. Yeah, to do uh, something with all those acoustic uh, tunes that yeah, he was writing. That right. Ozzy was like, uh, "No, this doesn't. Nah, this doesn't. That's not crack. quite it. Yeah, it's not. It's not Ozzy material." So it was super cool because I met them both at like these small bars in Indianapolis. So and funny. They, they both had done these tours in Indianapolis. Uh, Zach played a show. He had one other person with him that was singing. Yeah. And they played on this, it was like this little tiny stage. And I, the, the two things I remember from that show were one, there was a, uh, there was a disco ball above, like coming down from the roof. And it was this little tiny disco yeah. ball and it was a dive bar. And he grabbed the spotlight that was on him and he put it up on the disco ball so that yeah. there would be some ambiance. Yeah, it was like, yeah, that makes more sense. And then, and then they yeah. went into the songs and I was like, that's very complimentary <laughs> to those bell bottoms yeah. that he used came, to wear. Yeah, he came off stage and uh, and I I walked up to him and I was like, "Hey man, can I can I like buy you a shot or something?" And he was like, "No." And I was like, "Cool, I expected no." <laughs> but he gave me a set list, and he was like, "Sit down." And I sat down at the table with him, and he talked to me about like doing stuff with Axl Rose, and he talked to me oh, about like funny. it was just the, the coolest thing ever because yeah. I was like, "Here's this, uh, here's this." guy and i was like freshly 21 and i was like this is my this is one of my guitar heroes you know and uh and he was so down to earth and yeah. almost the same thing with gilby where i met him and it was a small bar show and he had a full band with him and uh and i met him outside it was outside the show i'm trying to like put it all back together now and when i met him i just i just walked up to him and i was like hey man like you guys are awesome I, I, I didn't know what to expect. And you guys are awesome. I came in because, you know, I just wanted to come in and see you. And he was super like humble and super cool. And he was so like, sweet. thanks, man. I appreciate it. And he asked, he like asked me my name and I was like, you ain't got to remember, you know, like it was, it was just super cool. 
and and both of your husbands were so like accommodating and so cool and so uh down to earth and fun to talk to as like a young fan that was just in the room and just felt super lucky to be in the room that's awesome and it was just so awesome to kind of like have those interactions and i remember that those just those interactions inspired me more to do music and oh that's cool keep doing what i was doing and all that kind of stuff and so i just like it doesn't mean anything that I'm telling these stories, but I just, I, I just no, absolutely you know, does. I, yeah, I met the both great. of them and it was just so cool. And they're two, two of my fondest memories as when I first started being able to like get into bars. And it was like, <laughs> I lived in Lafayette, Indiana. So I was an hour away from Indianapolis and anytime anybody would, I didn't have the internet to let me know. So it was like, I was trying to find out when anybody would be anywhere. And, uh, and I would, I would go and I would drive there and I would show up at a show and I would just be there to watch and support and just kind of soak it in. And they were two of the coolest people that I met that I still remember to this day, those meetings. And it was super. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very cute. (laughs) So, and, and, and Gilby popping into, into the scene just then just reminded me of all that. So I had this, I had to, I had to vomit it out. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of vomiting things out. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's not going to be a good lead into anything, uh, no, but go good. ahead. <laughs> okay. So, so we actually do, we have a sponsor called Poddex. Yes. Um, cool. And what they do is when they don't have, as we say, verbal diarrhea, verbal diarrhea. Uh, and, and where we can just like carry on in conversation. Not everyone can do that. Are you guys aware of that? Like not everyone can do what you guys do and what we do. And, not everyone can just sit here and go like, hey, let's chat for an hour. Yeah. Really? Lucky like, like for their husbands. And no yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so what these guys do is they have decks for different aspiring podcasters. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so they have uh, like an interview deck, interview two, and all, all sorts of stuff. And it's like an icebreaker. Oh. Um, they give, they give oh, that's a, great. Yeah, podcast uh, topic ideas, right. icebreakers, interview ideas, interview questions, stuff like that. So, if Shit, anybody Mark. out there, yeah, we need to do anybody, that. Yeah. <laughs> if so, anybody out there is interested, uh, if you go to poddex.com, you can buy any of these decks. And, um, oh, that's and so cool. Use the promo code bacon. Too. If you use the promo code bacon, you get 10% off your entire order. Okay. Yes. So, that's what we'll be doing cool. as soon as we get off of this call. What, well, we, what we would like to do is well, we, we would, would like, like to have you guys choose a deck and we will ask you a question from that deck. Okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> you choose uh, Daniela. All right. Daniela's going to choose. So let her so know what's, there's what the there's either options. the episode deck. Don't choose the episode deck. Um, <laughs> interview deck. Interview deck two. What the heck? And would you rather? Uh-oh. Uh, would you rather? <laughs> very popular one favorite. very popular one now poddex is for everyone so these oh. questions do not delve into our territory they're more GPG, okay. pg13 um and we could be anywhere in that realm while we do this mike is going to shuffle because though i lived in vegas for a year i cannot shuffle cards oh that's I can, funny i can pour and serve drinks all night long because i was a bartender i was not shuffling cards uh, there you speaking, go. speaking of vegas mm-hmm Vegas. Um, can you guys say? Accent. Can you guys say Las Vegas for me? Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas. She's kind of got See? it, Daniela. but she doesn't count because she's from South Africa. 
<laughs> Daniela, can you say garage for me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we know that one. I heard that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Garage. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Which is fine. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Well, no, he yeah. says Ve Vegas and he says bagels. I, yeah, <laughs> I've I got one for you from the East Coast. How do you say water? Water. Water. I, I, I have or orange. Do you orange. say orange or I say orange. orange? I say orange. Orange. It's proper uh, to say orange, but I say orange, and, and orange. I just can't make my mouth do that orange thing. <laughs> See, I have <laughs> I have family from Arizona who, when they came, when they used to come, uh, when they came to New York, they would always like I was three or four, and they would always say, "Say water." Say, Everyone says it to me too. Say that again. And water. Go, and they go, okay. Now say orange, and yeah. then they tr they kind of like beat it into me. Yeah. Okay. That's how I, that's how my life went. See, I, I I moved around a lot as a kid, but then I spent like my junior high and high school years in Indiana, so Midwest. So I have some of that Midwest going on. Okay. And then I moved to New York, and I've lived in New York since then. But I also well, I lived in Vegas for a little while. And so I have this, Vegas. I have this weird mishmash of accents that's happening. I say Vegas. Vegas. I don't say coffee. <laughs> Bagels. I say coffee. I say coffee. I say coffee. I say coffee. Yeah, I see. You say coffee. Okay. You say it correctly. Well, that's because they beat it into me. You don't say it all weird. <laughs> uh, so Jim is going to scroll his finger. I'm going to scroll my finger. You tell me, you tell me stop, and we will ask you a random question from when you say stop. Stop. Stop right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's a would you rather. Uh, who's going to answer first? Barb. Daniela. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll answer first. All right. All right, Barbara Ann's going to answer first. Danielle's going to answer second. Would you rather your voice sound like Elmo or Kermit the Frog? Um, Elmo, because my kids loved Elmo, and then they would listen to me. Oh, they wouldn't okay. tune me out. Oh, okay. <laughs> we had an Elmo. We had an Elmo uh, obsession with a couple of my sons. So yeah, Elmo's awesome. But but that would be your voice sounding like Elmo, literally. All the time, twenty-four-seven. But Kermit's so sad. I wouldn't want to have that. Woe is me, L. You know that that that. Kermit does have Eeyore, a, that Eeyore yeah. down, depressed. Why That's am I true. green? Like sadness in, thing going in on. Music terms, I would say Elmo's major and Kermit's minor. Yeah. You know what's really <laughs> funny? What's really funny though is that I have more of a, a lower, you know, deeper voice for a, a, a girl. It's funny because when I was a kid and I went and joined chorus with the I was the only girl that was alto and all the all the boys and girls. Nice. Yeah, I was the only one who all guys, which hey was fine with me. I was all about being hey. the only girl <laughs> with all the guys. But even even when I was like six, but um I um I've always had more of a deep voice. So be, having an Elmo voice would be a very interesting thing for me. It would be a whole new uh whole new world. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with having that that smoky sexy going on. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Uh Daniela, how about you? Would you rather go 24 7, 365 Kermit the Frog or Elmo? Um, I think probably Kermit. Just because I think he's really cute. I he don't is know. cute. <laughs> I like. I I, I was kind of going with the Kermit too because it was. He's very approachable. 
Yeah, he's he is very he's not he's not like <laughs> intense like Elmo is kind of like like okay guy Elmo Elmo always seemed to me like a child and Kermit seemed like a dude that's got shit going on like he's got a show he's got a girl he's 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 got his shit together I really like Miss Piggy I like oh Miss Piggy's awesome Miss Piggy high voice. Yeah, we we get my daughter. We got actually get my daughter to do the hiya. Oh, <laughs> all the time. Cute. It, it took great. a little while. It took a little while to get them into the Muppets, but man, yeah, kids, kids kids are, are just like the they're not stuff. about the Muppets. They're just yeah, like it takes so a while. Hard. You have to try and get them to go old school a little bit. You know what's yeah. funny is when Frankie was uh, when she was born, we decked out her nursery. Gilby and I. Uh, painted all over her walls the Muppets, but we put them in a band. So oh, all, the, all so the Muppets cute. were on her walls playing different instruments. So it was hey, cute. Man. They got a yeah. band. They got yeah. a band. Dr. Teeth, man. Dr. Teeth is the man. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. And that drummer, <laughs> the drummer was, was animal. hysterical. Animal. animal. That's right. Animal, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. I just cool. I always I always liked how between playing Animal was much like most of the drummers that I have, and they're just yeah. hyperventilating between songs. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> you have to hope you have a drummer like that, right? They're great. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Put it all in. Put it'd be it it'd be more fun if the drummers just wouldn't talk. <laughs> in general. I. That's why I'm. I program I'm, with, I'm. I'm with you, Mike. I'm with you. <laughs> I, I'm just I, saying. I, I. I. I have to admit. I've never had a drummer that didn't. I've never had a drummer that didn't talk a lot. Yeah, that's never me neither. I wish they. I've never had that. They're always hyper. Always so much energy. A lot of energy in drummers. Super opinionated. Definitely. I will tell you a little um, naughty thing that Ozzy always says about drummers. Ozzy always says about drummers and bassists are for hiring and firing, and that's (laughs) from Mr. Osborne himself. Well, then you know. Uh, Then you know it's like. Yeah. I'll never argue anything that yeah. Ozzy says ever. Absolutely. <laughs> Me either, actually. He's Even actually so wise. I mean, he has yeah. told me some things in my life that are just amazing. And I love him dearly. He's what the greatest. Was, what was your first experience? Oh my gosh. I don't know if we have enough time for this story. Um, <laughs> so I gotta pee real quick. Oh, oh, hold I on. Got, hold that I got to be unprofessional. Hold okay. that because Mike's got to be unprofessional. Peace. So we're, That's hysterical. We're don't you have like a, right like now. my husband when he drank, don't you have like an empty water bottle or something? Zach was always known for like an empty cup or a water bottle or actually a very yeah. funny story real quick about uh, Metallica. He yeah. used to, oh, when Zach was drinking, it was like he wasn't going to stop for anything, not even having to use the, the little right, boys right. room. And so he would take the red cups off of a bar and pee in them that were empty. And so he was out at a bar with Lars Ulrich from Metallica and Zach was like peeing in cups and Lars was taking the cups thinking that they were beer. Oh, no. I don't know why. Cause they had to have been warm no. and oh. handing them off to other like people in the bar, <laughs> like as if it was like a la- a Lars and Zach yeah. show and they got thrown out of the bar and Lars had no idea that he was doing it. And Zach was like, you're not that's, giving those to people. Are you? I'm it's, you know, I'm using them to piss oh in, God, but it was just so funny. It's a very funny story. I, yeah, yeah. Like we, we always had a rule when we were on tour where like, you don't, you don't pull over until you need gas. Right. That's, that's, that's the rule. You don't pull over to pee. You pull no. over when you need to fill up. 
So everybody's got to hold it until then. Well, I did not have a band that was very good at holding it. So <laughs> my, my drummer and my bass player both would just be filling up like Gatorade bottles uh-huh. <laughs> and water bottles yeah. and everything. And so every time we'd pull into a gas station, there'd be like four bottles thrown out <laughs> that were just like, oh my God, I hope this is like hazardous. It's hysterical. <laughs> See, Zach was probably smart and has a bathroom in his studio. I don't. I'm, he I'm does not. have a bathroom in his studio, but she just, he. She just told the story about how he did not want to uh, stop anything. So he would to just go to the bathroom. Oh, see, I've done that before on an episode. Yeah, just oh, yeah. not just not here currently. He made everybody. Well, you're stop. being respectful, so that's very nice. There's ladies in the room. <laughs> it's very nice. It's very nice. We appreciate yeah. it. He's a respectful dude. He is. Yeah, we have a bathroom here in Gilby Studios, so we're all set here. <laughs> yep. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Hi, guys. So, um, you asked me, and I'll, I'll try and make this ent- interesting and quick in a bridge yes. version of the first time I ever met Ozzy. So Zach got the audition and got the gig with Ozzy when he was 19 in 87. Right. And um, they Great first- Great bangs, by the way. Great bangs. Uh, he, he hated having bangs. He hated a perm. That's a whole nother podcast episode. He still has, he still has uh, nightmares about that. But anyway, so, um, and actually his hair back then, I did his hair. I still do his hair, but I did it back then. Yeah. We had like twinning hair. It was the eighties. I mean, fortunately it was the very end of the eighties and that was a very short lived period for Zach. But, um, so when he got the gig with Ozzy, they first had him go over to Europe to see if he could write. And then he did his first show in a prison with Ozzy uh, to see if he could play and not, you know, you know, not lose his mind and be right. have stage fright. And so when they finally figured out that Zach was the dude and they were ready to release it to the public, Sharon had organized a um, press conference at the Hard Rock Cafe and uh, in, in New York City. And so they did this big press conference and Later that night, um, Zach went out with a bunch of the people that he had, um, who Mark Weiss, the photographer, had gotten him the audition for Ozzy. So he had gone out with a bunch of his friends. And I was in the hotel room. We were staying at the Parker Meridian, which was like the rock hotel back in the day. And Ozzy called our room and he said, um, uh, may I speak to Zach? And I said, well, Zach's not here right now. And he's like, it's Ozzy. I'm like, yeah, hi, Ozzy. How are you? And he's like, can I come, can I come up to your room and, and talk to you? And I was like, yeah, sure. It was like, you know, one in the morning and <laughs> Ozzy's, okay. you know, yeah. Ozzy Ozzy. Zach's new boss. I had met him for a minute and I basically, I had told him he was full of shit because when he, we knocked on the door, he made the door open and he hid behind and he's like, you can come in now. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And uh, I was all of 17 and I was so unimpressed. And he goes, you, you think this is all bullshit, don't you? And I go, eh, you're just all normal people. And he goes, I go, well, maybe you're not normal, but you're just a person. Like I'm not, you know, he goes, Zach, you got to hold on to this one. She's a diamond. She doesn't, she's not affected at all. She couldn't give two shits. And I'm like, I really don't care about who you are or what you do or whatever. I just, you know, if you're cool, you're cool. So um, later that night, he calls the room and asks if he could come up and talk to me. And funny story, which now you would think Zach would be offended by something like this and he would never care. But Ozzy had called Zach a dickhead at the, at the, um, at the 
uh, press conference for something. Zach must have been saying something or uh, Ozzy said, you know, shut up, you dickhead. You know, like we're doing this thing. And Ozzy was also, you know, partaking in, in beverages right. in those days. Um, and, uh, and, and Zach was so mortified and so upset that Ozzy called him a dickhead. He went out with his friends and he didn't want to talk to Ozzy. So he was like just pissed and really hurt. And, um, so Ozzy said, can I come up to the room? I want to talk to you. And I was like, okay. So I got dressed really quick. I answered the door and Ozzy comes to the room and, and, and we're sitting in the suite in the park of Meridian and, you know, 17 year old me with Ozzy. And he goes, do you drink? And I go, well, not really. Like I'm not even old enough, like whatever. And he goes, call room service and get us a bottle of champagne. And I was like, okay. And he goes, and and not the cheap shit either. Get, get Cristal. So I was like, I have no idea what Cristal is. I've never tasted <laughs> champagne in my life. I'm in a, in a hotel that it's, it's more expensive to answer the door than right. I have in my wallet, you know? So um, I called down to room service. They bring up a bottle of Cristal. Ozzy and I are alone in the suite watching television talking. And he's like, I, I think I offended Zach. I think I upset Zach because I, I, I called him. I go, yeah, I know. You called him a dickhead. He wasn't too thrilled. And, and Ozzy's like, do you think, do you think he's going to talk to me? And I said, yeah, he'll get over it. Give him a minute or whatever. So then Ozzy and I were talking about all different kinds of things. And he takes my hand and he goes, let me read your hand. I, I, I'm a palm reader. And I was like, oh, brother, here we go. Like this guy, you know, like you, you, you've read when too many stories about yourself, right, Ozzy. Right, like, you right. know, I, I'm not buying this bullshit. So he takes my hand and he goes, wow. He goes, you're going to live a long time. And, and, and I, your lifelong is, you have a long lifeline. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Ozzy, whatever. And then the champagne comes up and we start drinking champagne and I've never had, I mean, I think I was maybe 105 pounds then and we're sitting there and I am wasted beyond belief. Zach walks in the hotel room and he sees me sitting with Ozzy. We're drinking champagne. We're laughing. We're having a great time. And Zach was like, what in the fuck is going on here? And Ozzy goes, you know, uh, is it okay if I sleep in your room? And so Zach was like, yeah, I guess so. Like, I guess you get, and he's like, I'm sorry. I called you a dickhead, Zach. And Zach was like, it's all right, dude. But like, you don't have to talk to me like that. And so like, this is like my very first experience with Ozzy. And it was just so funny because he was all trying to like pull this whole thing on me. Like, like he was this like, you know, bat eating, like, you know, right. dark black Sabbath Messiah. And I was just like, you're just a dude. And uh, we, we fell madly in love with each other from the very first time we met. And so Ozzy spent the night with us the, for my very first night meeting him. And uh, yeah. we woke up in the morning. He was gone and Sharon was calling the room. She's like, did you see Ozzy last night? And I was like, actually, yeah. He, she's like, oh, my God. Did he get you drunk? Did he buy you? He is in so much trouble when I talk to him. This is funny. So my first my first bottle of champagne crystal, mind you, was with Ozzy. And that was my That's first very, very first night meeting him. That's a that's an okay story to tell. Yeah. <laughs> so how did like what do you what do you think? Because a lot of people at seventeen wouldn't be as um, level headed, kind of level headed. Yeah, exactly. Of being like, ah, you know, you're a person. People are cooler. They're not. What what made you kind of like that type of person? What do you think? Well, I think it's twofold. I think one, I'm just, I was born that way, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, Mike, you have kids. They're born, they are who they are when they're born. I, you yeah. know, that nature nurture thing, I'm all, I believe it's the nature thing. I, I really do. Um, bad habits you can acquire, but, but who you are, you're born that way. 
that for one. And two, I really didn't know Ozzy's music. Like I, I didn't, I was, like I said, I like pop. I listened to Madonna. I listened to Prince. Right. I listened to Michael Jackson at the time. So like it, he really was, it really wasn't my world. So I really wasn't infatuated with him. I didn't look at him as anyone else, you know? And then over the years, I've, I've kind of been the same way um, with most artists. And I think that that's why I've always been able to like hang. And um, I think, you know, you guys are musicians. They would much prefer to hang out with people who aren't like, you know, totally yeah. enamored, you know? It's really so weird when yeah. you're hanging out with somebody that, that for whatever reason thinks you're special. Yeah, you know yeah. Like that's a that's a weird experience. Uh, Daniela, yeah. you you've you've uh, your husband was in a, a rock group with uh, some pretty yeah. decent egos that did I mean, all right. They, uh, <laughs> what what uh, what about you? Did you have any kind of uh, experience with that, or is it was it more like a okay? Well, he he's in, and I'm just kind of like on the side here. Yeah, I I mean like when Gilby and I got married, he um we got back from our honeymoon and 2 weeks later he got the call from Guns to join okay. GNR. So, I really wasn't expecting any and all that at all. And um for me it was like it was such a shock because I came out on the road at the first first couple shows that he did with them, I wanted him to go out on his own and I didn't want to go with him because I wanted him to like build that relationship with the band and not have me there interfering or getting in the way or having yeah. to worry about me. So I said to him when he first went out with them, you go out first, get to know the band guys, and then I'll come out. And, That's super um, cool of you, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just, you know we had just gotten married and I was, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was shitting myself because <laughs> right. we got, we got married and then he got in GNR and at the for, time, the biggest band in the world, biggest band in the world. They're all dating fucking supermodels. I don't know if I can pass on the show or not, but oh, you can, you're fine. <laughs> so they're, they're all dating supermodels, Victoria's secret models. And I was like, Oh brother, forget the <laughs> groupies. These guys are, dating I mean, guys, come on, look at her. The only thing supermodels have on her is six inches of height, but that's about uh, yeah. it. I mean, well, get over it. Stop. Heels that they put on. Heels right, that they put heels. on. That's you can put heels. No, they 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 have six inches on her. But <laughs> other than that, she's got it going on. I mean, uh, this woman. Uh, anyways, but yeah, it was very. <laughs> no, it was very. I love Barb, but but uh, you know, it was it was a little nerve wracking to to say the least. Um, but I went out on the road, and um, I, rem I I remember this so vividly because. The elevator door opened. I, they were staying at the Royalton Hotel in New York. And um, the elevator door opened and I was walking down the hallway to go to our room to go see Gilby for the first time since he'd been out with them. And he'd been out with them for about two weeks at this point. Mm -hmm. And because um, we had a, a rule that we were going to, we had just recently gotten married and I was nervous. And he said, you know, um, we have to stay together. That's the only way a marriage is going to work is if you come out on the road and we stay together and we don't stay apart longer than two weeks. So that was our deal. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I came out on the road, the elevator door opened. I'm going down the hall to go to his room. And all of a sudden I see uh, Dizzy stumble out 
of his door and he walks towards me and he's like, hey. And I looked at him and all I could smell was alcohol. Yeah. I mean, it was like permeating from right. every pore. and <laughs> I could just smell alcohol. And he was like, hey, and then said something completely incoherent to me that I didn't understand at all. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I was like, I'm Gilby's wife. I'm looking for his room. And he was like, oh, yeah, he's, you know, over there, down there, whatever. And then Duff comes walking down the hallway, stumbling down the hallway. Also, <laughs> alcohol everywhere. Right. And, uh, and then I get to Gilby and I'm like, what the hell's going on over here? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, but it was it was really cool because uh, the guys were really you know they were great they were really fun and super welcoming and um, the thing I had a hard time with was um, management because <laughs> let's not even <laughs> hit that that uh, oh. Zach shared the same manager as GNR and that's not yeah. all I'm gonna say. Right. Yeah, well, I'll Back tell then. you a little more than that. But uh, <laughs> he but, sells cars now, just to give you a little point well, of reference. Okay. I heard about that. So I he heard didn't... about that on wow. Your, your podcast. Wow, so wow. Well. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is for for you know, back in those days, you know, it was all about groupies and and you know, living this rock star life. Right. And uh, thank goodness Gilby was pretty sensible and, you know, said, you know, look, you have to stay out on the road. You have to come out and be with me the whole time. That's the only way it's going to work. But you have to like, you know, treat this. This is my job. I wouldn't come to your job and cause right. shit. So you see no evil, you hear no evil, you speak no evil, you know, your place on the road. That's and, um, and that's, you know, kind of the mentality I took. But, um, but it, definitely there was like, there were moments, like I remember the very first show, uh, they played this huge show in New York. And um, after the show was over, I went to go walk backstage and their, you know, tour manager and all the guys that were you know, manning the door were like, oh, uh, you can't go back there yet. You have to wait a little bit. And I was like, wait a little bit. Why do I have to wait to go see my husband? I, I have an all access pass. I can get back there. And they said, yeah, but just, you know, give them a few beats before you go back there. You know, they're getting changed. They're doing their thing. Just give them a little bit of time. And I smelt a rat right away. And like Barb, <laughs> I wasn't having it. <laughs> so I said to them, I'll tell you what, why don't you go backstage? You let Gilby know that his wife just left and is heading to the airport to go home because you wouldn't let me backstage. <laughs> go tell him that. And uh, from then on, it was uh, my wife goes everywhere I go or right. it's a no-go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that got solved pretty uh, quickly because also that's a, when, that's a when quick I, way to solve it. Yeah, because yeah, when I went backstage, I saw what was going on and I knew why I wasn't allowed back there. So. Right. That's fuck, funny. Yeah, fuck that. No way. <laughs> I got lucky with Zach having Ozzy because, you know, they don't really have a female following at all. So yeah, it was right, all just yeah. a bunch of young dudes in black T-shirts. I wasn't really worried about Zach, you know, yeah, plus his yeah. good Catholic boy ass is at church right now. And he always thinks that like, a bolt of lightning is going to strike him or something if he does anything he shouldn't be doing. So I don't even have to put a leash around him. He's got itself 
you know, he 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 pleases himself. Well, he's, so. he's got the well, Jesus, it, he's got know, the Jesus leash. Jen, that's a tough one. Again, Jen, <laughs> Jen was like Jen, same Jesus thing, like leash. with me, where she's like, she's like, I, I think the the toughest time when I started doing shows once we had children. Um, so like, she would be at every show. She was always there. Um, but eventually, once we had kids, yeah. and like. Yeah. Right. You know, she's yeah. got the mommy brain going and she doesn't, yeah. she feels guilty and, and yeah. like, oh, I don't want to leave them with anybody. Totally. Yeah. You guys know. Yeah. And um, that's always the, that's always the tug of war. It's like you, you as right. a woman, you never, totally. you never feel like you can do anything perfectly. Cause if you're not at work, right. you, you, you feel guilty for not working. If you're at work, you feel guilty for not being with your family. And if you're totally. with exactly. your family, you feel guilty for not being with your husband on tour. So it's like, nothing's yeah. ever. Is that you know? like, right. like, so it's like literally it's, all day. You just feel like you're like not measuring up on something. Oh yeah. And I'm Jewish oh, yeah. on top of it. So. Oh my God. That's so awful. That's so awful. <laughs> Forget it. This struggle is real. So funny. So it's so wrong. It's so wrong. So I'm always feeling true. guilty about something. Or That's so funny. There was legit like a, like a, like a period of time. And we're talking about local shows and stuff. And she's just like, I don't know what you're doing there. And I'm like, what girls like my band? <laughs> Ever. Jen, Ever. believe them. Believe them. Yeah, if like, it's if it's, it's metal, like, it, it, you don't have to worry. Yeah, you have nothing like, to worry I've got, about. I, I, I've been in in similar bands. Like I'm the lead songwriter of most of my bands. So it's like, what who what what girls are listening to this besides you? Before it right. comes out, and right. so yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> and then and and then she started coming to shows, and she's like. How many of your boyfriends am I going to meet? And it's like, oh, okay. Well, there might be a few of those. Great. Right. There might be a few of those. <laughs> He's one of them. <laughs> I'm one of them. Yeah. A lot of times it's the crew and the management and the, and the business. Worse. Yeah. The business yeah. people yeah. that are worse than the band members. The band members are just like, you know, I mean. I found that too. Yeah. Yeah. Actually. Totally. The more, the more like, um, like yeah, said, you my, guys are going to just girl. blame it on the crew. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, you know what? Honestly, like, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I have no crew. I'm the other side. <laughs> don't worry about that. I'm, yeah. I don't I'm, have any crew. If I'm there's the any other, crew for him, it's me. I'm the That's other funny. side. That's funny. I'm the other side of that because I was a raging slut for a very long time. Uh -huh. so finally, was, some honesty here. My my band was not a metal band. My band was a hard rock, pop rock, oh. catchy band. He wore, uh -huh. he wore a guy liner. Okay. I, I work, I I'm the singer of the band and everything. And, and for a long period of time, I was like, yeah, let's live this rock and roll life. If, if, for you. if you're in, I'm in, if you're in, I'm in, let's do this. Um, and, and so like, I, I definitely, I get it. I understand it. I, I, I threw myself in it for a long period of time. I was like, I'll take whatever I'll do, whatever. Let's do whatever. <laughs> At least you're honest. All, I was all about it. Oh yeah, no, I have, no, I have no. Uh, honest no, no, is, honest no is all I can do. That. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely it's a different it's a different thing. And I've had many relationships that totally tanked because of that. Because like mm. I wasn't trustworthy. Also, I didn't trust anything because I wasn't trustworthy. Yeah. And you know that kind of goes hand in hand a lot. I think, oh, you know, I think it's yeah. one of those things, like if you're really, you know, accusing someone of doing something, it might be because you're doing those yeah. things. You, know? you don't really, yeah. you don't really, f like, 
you can accuse somebody of something, but you don't flip out accusing somebody of something unless it's something that you've, especially if you have no reason to, unless right. it's something that you're kind of guilty about or feel weird about. And, and I've definitely been on that side of it. Like I've yeah. grown, I've grown since then. I'm a different person now, but, but you know, like that's a real thing. Like that's a, yeah. a like all, like any concerns that you would have had. Yeah. I, I totally get it. And, and yeah. I'm, and I'm not, I've never been in the biggest band in the world. I've never played with Ozzy. I've never done right. any of those things. I was touring, you know, throughout the country in clubs and small places and stuff and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and there's enough of it there. There's enough of that going on. But that, isn't it true that it's, it's everywhere. I mean, like, you is. know, mailmen are having is. affairs and, and, it you know, teachers is. and, you know, you could be any, any walk of life. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's out there. So, yeah, um, and with know, social media that. shit, I mean, well, I, I think, think, I think if you don't, if you're not really comfortable with yourself, then you will seek validation. Mm -hmm. And okay. any validation that you get, the fact that it's making you feel good feeds you, you into it because totally. you're yeah. not comfortable in yourself. Once totally you start not. to get comfortable in your own, once I started to get comfortable in my own skin and, and like confident in myself and just being like, Hey, this is what I do. You know, I'm, I'm not the biggest thing in the world and maybe I don't need to be, or I don't, uh, you know, I'm not this, that, or the other, but maybe I don't need to be and starting to get, feel good about like who you are and what you do. Then you start caring about that a lot less and it starts kind of feeling more awkward mm. where when, when it, when it's happening or it's presented to you or any of that kind of stuff, you're kind of like, this is weird. Like what? <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm over, <laughs> I'm over here. Um, and once you start to get that and then you find somebody and you're honest with somebody, then it, it changes things. I really think yeah. it does. Um, and I think that comes with, age and experience and knowledge and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and also, and also not doing drugs. I think that comes with that mm, as well. True. Yeah, it comes with that as yeah. well. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. So before, before we like wrap this up, I think there's after my drug story, wrapping it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. nice segue there. Nice segue. He's good with that. He's I, <laughs> Honestly, I think there's one question uh, that I have yeah. for you guys that he busts my balls on constantly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Shorts on stage. Is that okay? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh. It depends on if you ask, if you ask my husband, oh, no. I mean, it's so if funny. you're in ACDC. <laughs> or anthrax. I mean, yeah. in, in, you know, when anthrax opened up for Ozzy. Are you in uh, ACDC anthrax? I'm not. So then okay, so wait, 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 though, because I love the 90s band, and there was nothing better than seeing Chris Cornell in a pair of shorts that were falling down, and you could see the lake, like the two lines on his groin area. I well, mean, I don't have that. I, I, this I, is a I different thing. That, I can't imagine thing. Zach wearing shorts on stage, but he wears a skirt. So, you know, well, I don't know. Okay, Mike's, all right, well. Mike's five foot three. No, dick. <laughs> It's five foot zero. <laughs> so I so, feel so you. Shorts, no, it's, it's like five seven. Right. Five but, seven. So shorts are capris. So you're on stage. <laughs> shorts are capris. You're on stage and you're like, fat. hey, check out so, Cavzilla. 
Like it's <laughs> oh, Zach would be all about the calf development. I, I you know what? Oh, I, I don't have a go. problem. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, Dimebag, who's near and dear to our heart, never got on stage with anything but shorts. So right. I don't know. You don't look as like long that. as they're not short shorts. As long I, as you're I, not no, like seventies basketball player that's, shorts. That's that's right. ACDC is short shorts. So so, so here's or Lemmy. I mean, you Lemmy. can't get more metal than Lemmy. You can't get right. and he, I mean, he was known for those ridiculous shorts. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. They would look me. great on Daniela, but Lemmy had no business wearing them. So, so, so let me, let me, let me defend my stance before we, before we <laughs> say that you're right. Uh, I say, if you're in a band and you're performing, mm-hmm. you shouldn't look like you came up out of the crowd and played a show. I think you should put a little bit more in superhero it. outfit on. Definitely. Yeah. I got <laughs> I think, it. I think that there's people come to see a show. They don't come to listen to it. And so there's something to presentation and there's something to like, maybe I shouldn't look like I'm wearing what I, what I wear to watch Netflix on my couch. Maybe I shouldn't be in my Spider-Man t-shirt and calf shorts maybe I should put a little bit more into it because I'm asking people to pay for a ticket to see me play. And so let me. Somehow I feel like we're a fly on the wall on your therapy session. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling the need to defend Mike. I think. Which is fine. If they're, is fine. If they're, if they're camo or they're black. Oh. If they, you know, if they've got a chain wallet going on, if you, I mean, I, I you know. Accessorize. Yeah, if you, you know, if you have the facial hair, you know, you I don't know. You know, I, I don't think you're gonna look, you know, walk around looking like my, you know, my kid's uh, baseball coach or something. So as long as you don't look like that on stage, thank you, Barbara. You're okay, my new favorite okay. person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have this all the time because my my bands have always been a little bit more of like the okay let's pay attention to the aesthetic presentation I, and and I'm kind of like that that weirdo that's that like mine? okay I don't want to see anything no blue jeans I want black jeans on stage I want this I want that no shorts yeah, yeah. you know like we need to look like a band we need to look like right. we belong together sound like Zach right yeah. You know what, Zach hey, takes the well tour. Well, he's he takes the right. tour shirts. He'll take the tour shirts from each tour and have the set of them put in the guys' bunks, and that's their uniform for the tour. If he yeah. sees another band T-shirt on that's any awesome. of the band or crew during a tour, he will have the biggest meltdown. So um, I get that. I See, I, I get why, it. I get it. This is why a hundred years ago, Zach and I got along for five seconds at a bar. Yeah, but do you remember the way he? I mean, you're talking about you're talking yeah. to wives of like Gilby. All Zach always talks about like Gilby always looks like a rock star. Right. Gilby. He does. 100%. Always does. He's, yeah. you know, he's, he's got totally got it going. He's got the vest. He's the got hair, the, the tie, the, hair, the t-shirt. I mean, yeah. he's, you know, he always looks like a rock star. He looks special. He does not look yeah. like your but dude. He also, he also has a rule, too. He, he also, ha- like Zach, he has uniform for his band guys. True. have to wear Black jeans, black t-shirts. Yeah, true. Yeah. See? Yeah. See? But well, your yeah, uniform, like. I wear black jeans at work all day. <laughs> Mike, just say you have the Pantera uniform on, and who is gonna bust your chops trying to beat a dime bag? No I one will. cooler. No I one will. cooler. Well, yeah, no one's cooler than that. <laughs> uh, sorry, he'll still bust my chops, but yeah. you know what? 
It's a new thing. Dime was special. <laughs> he looked like a rock star Dime in his shorts. Special. Didn't matter. You know what? Calves out. If sun's you, out. If you, yeah. if you <laughs> just please don't wear socks with like sandals or something. No, no on. Jerusalem cruisers is what Zach calls them. None. No sandals. <laughs> no Crocs. Absolutely. No Crocs and socks, baby. Crocs. Yeah. No. 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 Never. No, I don't do no. that. That is right. a no. So I think we need to tell everybody, like, because you're this is your episode. This yeah. is our episode. Yeah. So you, you guys go first. Yeah. Where can they find? Where you? can they find you? Uh, we are Honest AF Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and HonestAFShow.com is our website. Yep. And so when do you guys have... drop episodes? Yeah. We uh, we have an episode out every Wednesday. Yeah. Awesome. Wednesday morning. Awesome. Yeah. We are Bacon is my podcast. We have episodes out every single Monday. We have uh, what's your Bacon and Seven Questions that are out every uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Unless it's a bonus Strangerhood episode. TV.com if you want to watch the visual episodes of it. If you want to hear the podcast, we're on all podcast networks. If you're on Apple, please give us that five-star review. Bing. Both of us. Or don't review yeah. if you have nothing nice to say. Keep it to yourself. That's, yeah. that's true. That's true. If you have nothing <laughs> nice to say, shut your face. Unless it's five stars, we don't want your review. Don't If you have nothing nice to say, <laughs> call me. <laughs> Call, call Daniela. Yep, call Daniela at 555-GO-F-E-S-E-L-L. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. But thank you guys so much for Thanks, doing guys. your this was episode fun. that everybody didn't know they needed. Yeah, this has been awesome. Thank you guys. It so was great. Sure. We yeah. should do this. We should definitely do this again just so we can hang out again. I think it'll be fun. Be <laughs> awesome. Thank you okay. for having us, guys. It was cool. Yeah. No, thank you. 